0: Welcome to the Sequoia Cast, a podcast not about freedom, but about Disney theme parks, team design, and everything in between.
1: My name is Lars.
0: My name is Neil.
1: And today we are talking about Tom Sherman.
0: Tom Sherman. Ah, yes, Tom Sherman. Not the guy who plays piano and writes songs for Disney. That's another Tom Sherman.
1: That's also not Tom. <laughs> but okay.
0: Isn't he called Tom? I don't know. How are they called? They're called Sherman.
1: Uh, Robert and Dick Sherman.
0: Robert, Bob. It's probably, yeah, Or the
1: Sherman Brothers.
0: Yeah, Robert, Bob. Today
1: we are talking about Mr. Nautilus or Tom Sherman, who is responsible for the uh, Nautilus walkthrough in Disneyland Paris.
0: Yes, the Nautilus part is just uh, a vehicle, so we can talk about <laughs> him. Because people need to know about Tom Sherman. Yes. That's Sherman with a weird C between the S and the H if you want to Google him and gawk at the pictures. It's SCH erman Because Tom Lars wrote uh, wrote wrote it without the C in all of our notes.
1: I like it like that.
0: But y- 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 it's not like a thing <laughs> you can decide. <laughs> I like your name better without the letter. I'm going to write it uh, like this.
1: That's how I do words. That's how you
0: do My th- That's exactly how you
1: do <laughs> words. My teachers loved me in high school. Oh uh,
0: Yeah, oh yes. But it, not because of your writing, this. <laughs> just because of the way you are as a person. But um, <laughs> you can do right. that, go ahead.
1: Tom Sherman, Discoveryland, Nautilus. Nautilus,
0: Scov- submarines, Vern. Jules. We're just going to name, name words. That's <laughs> just the episode. Squid. Uh, p- pipes, copper. Uh, <laughs> water. Other steampunk things. Sea. Sea, the body of water, not the organization. Now, Aha. if we refer to sea, it is the body of water. Just to clarify things.
1: Unless we are talking about sea.
0: Ah. Unless we are. <laughs> now it's going to get a bit complicated. All right, but
1: Tom Sherman. Tom, Tom Sherman, Sherman was born on July 11th in 1940 in uh, New York.
0: And uh, because of his birth, the Second World War started. <laughs> uh, or Second the uh, Second World the War
1: started a year prior, but sure,
0: yeah. Well, 39, 40. <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, he saw uh, 20,000
1: leaks under the sea uh, when he was uh young uh as a teenager 17 yeah that to be exact i i wrote 17 and he it said somewhere 17 but i did quick maths in my head and uh yeah but <laughs> he could
0: have also s- not seen it at release it it released saw in I it release. it's
1: very difficult to see something not at release at that time yeah
0: but uh well i don't know i don't know cinemas used to rerun things all the time it's not like you could rent a yeah, movie or see it on television that's why cinemas regularly re stuff that just had lying around from back in the day
1: but with disney it was like in uh like uh x months like of years uh when it returned
0: I had like t- the, the t-
2: Disney
1: I don't know how many stuff. years. Uh, okay, but uh, he saw but uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues uh, as a as a young boy in the cinemas, uh, which really piqued his interest in Jules Verne uh, and the Nautilus, uh, and it really took over his life. He started making uh, models himself. Uh, he he became a very good model maker because of this. His models are are really uh, stunning. A lot of Nautilus not li- not models, not a lie, Nautilusises, multiple Nautiluses, not,
0: not not Ill- ellipses.
1: Aha! Uh-huh. Um, he was so obsessed with 20,000 leagues under the sea. He knows so much about it uh, that when uh, Richard Fleischer, who is the director of uh, of the movie, when he uh, gave lectures about the movie, he often asked if Tom was present um, because he knew Tom's knowledge was uh, surpassed his own's about the movie. So Tom knew more about Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea than the director of the movie Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea.
0: Life, life goals: knowing more <laughs> about the thing you love than the, the man who made the thing.
1: It's um, yeah. But it's
0: do you know more than life. Tony Baxter? About Disneyland Paris, I oh. highly doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute failure.
1: Ah, yeah. I'm sorry. I tried.
0: You, yeah, but alas. <laughs> try, try better.
1: Um, Richard Sherman uh, went to art school uh, at Rhode Island uh, because he's from uh, New York, and later moved to California because of interest in special effects. So he. ...wanted to be closer to uh, Hollywood.
0: and California is closer to Hollywood. That is <laughs> a <laughs> geographic fact.
1: Unless it's Hollywood in uh, Hollywood Miami. in Miami. Lots ah. of
0: confusion about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> very strange. Uh, it's a very...
1: ...artistically skilled man. He's a very good painter. Very good modeler. Uh, of course, because of these skills... ...he became an imagineer um he fulfilled his long uh lifelong dream of designing a uh, real real life uh, big nautilus for paris he worked on the seas pavilion in epcot on a uh 20000 leagues under the sea um uh exhibition as a as a sort of a pre-show and uh also tokyo disney sea the theme park not the uh last episode thing uh, words are difficult
0: uh, words are difficult no, he yes. <laughs> for you <laughs> at least
1: <laughs> so um he, hev- he he heavily influenced Tokyo Disney Sea um with all these uh, sketches and, and and napkin drawings he did for uh um Discovery Bay which was never built uh, which included a lot of mm-hmm. Jules fern and Nautilus, not a lie
0: things Things. you know you know what what bothers me when you're an artist always draw on napkins there's always (laughs) when a project is made there's always a bunch of napkin drawings (laughs) oh yes you can see an early design with on a napkin if it's so common why don't artists just bring a notebook to a restaurant (laughs) it's so much more practical to keep a piece of paper and not this this filthy napkin I didn't hear anything what you said. The internet decided yeah not to. <laughs>
1: Same with me. Um, it's better for the environment. He will get a napkin anyways. So
0: Ah, okay. Uh. That's a valid point. That's a valid point. But they have a notebook anyways, so
1: Or they don't.
0: They don't uh. Uh, they draw on the walls when they're at home.
1: Tom Sherman made more than I think. Two hundred forty-four uh napkin sketches for the Paris
0: Nautilus. Uh That's a lot of napkins. <laughs> then you're just not doing it at the restaurant, you're doing <laughs> it at home too. You're just buying napkins and drawing on them. Tom, I'm ah. on to you.
1: <laughs> Poor Tom. Uh no, so so just a man who really
0: loves napkins.
1: Uh, <laughs> love napkins and uh the Nautilus. Um and well maybe we should talk about his apartment
0: we should talk about his apartment
1: not because we're in uh interior architecture podcast right now but uh (laughs) because his apartment is a a very 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 special place
0: an extremely special
1: place so in 1966 uh so um 12 years after seeing the movie he was living on his own in uh, in Hollywood and he decided one day his apartment was not good enough for him anymore that just a he was living in a apartment like or or house like all of us do uh, just a normal apartment and he not everyone lives
0: in an apartment or a house that's an assumption there are homeless people out there are being insensitive uh on behalf of the Sequoia podcast i would like to apologize to all homeless people listening to this uh, our hearts our hearts go out to you I'm the the really
1: you wondering how they're listening to this though
0: on their phone how their, their stereo system, system. Uh, at McDonald's but do you have can't plugs sit at McDonald's
1: you can't sit in McDonald's anymore because of the pandemic
0: I uh, know all the homeless people are dead now <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah what did the homeless people do when you couldn't go outside just <laughs> they just disappeared homeless shelters hopefully i hope for them yeah i, I yeah i hope so too because
1: hiding from yeah. the police
0: hiding from yeah <laughs> all right weird tangent let's continue about the apartment <laughs>
1: No, I was wondering if in America there isn't is there a, a evening like our thingy I don't think so I don't An know evening Maybe.
0: like our thingy <laughs> the clock and ah, you evening. have to be inside Um I do not think so because if you do that in America they will come out on the streets with sharp sticks and guns
1: Which they do, but... They already do, okay. Quickly moving on to the apartment. Um, No, so he transformed his apartment because he lived in an apartment. uh, He wasn't homeless. Into a Jules Verne Nautilus Walhalla. He decided one day, I want to live in a submarine. Let's make this work. And uh, you can find pictures of it at... uh, TomSherman.blogspot.com,
0: uh, which is okay. a really fun site. That's Sherman with a C in between the S and the H.
1: Yes, and uh, well, the 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 apartment is just—it looks stunning. It's just like you're looking at uh, at at a yeah. never-built piece of uh, of the Nautilus in Paris or a a piece that's bordered off because it really looks as beautiful
0: Mm -hmm. when you look at it, I almost wonder if it wasn't just easier to just buy a submarine (laughs) and go live in the submarine (laughs) instead of converting your apartment into a submarine it Um, seems cheaper (laughs) also
1: he he did all the work by himself so all the wall units uh that are made to look like the like the
0: brown steel of the nautilus yeah. the fact that the that's gadgets. not actually steel that's that's mind then you're a really good prop making really good i don't know how you call someone who builds <laughs> the set course. designer prop set maker designer that's the word i'm looking for
1: yeah, it it really, looks, uh, it really looks stunning. All the gadgets uh, of or a lot of the gadgets, some were uh, authentic, were made by uh, Tom, Tom Sherman himself. Um, there are no windows anymore. He, he went for the full immersion, uh, the full submarine experience. He boarded off all the windows uh, with, with wood paneling and, and painted them as if they were uh, uh, steel uh there are a lot of wall gadgets on his walls uh, painted uh steel and copper uh there's a hand painted map of the northern uh, northern and southern uh, pacific ocean just like the one from the movie uh, the, the, the map I- the map uh in, in in captain nemo's i think it's in his chambers or in his wherever he likes to sit um uh, the, the apartment also includes a self-built Nautilus diving suit and helmet um, of which he says himself uh, he he wouldn't dare to go diving with it <laughs> because...
0: That, that's weak. <laughs> <Even> <laughs> wouldn't like be the best idea. Dedication, just put <coughs> it on. Dive into, I don't know what river they have in LA, uh, the Schelde, I don't know. <laughs>
1: uh Belgium jokes, now, so you have this very beautiful submarine apartment. Uh, everything is wood and steel uh, made to look like steel, um, paintings on the wall, little models of of, of yeah. varia- variations on the Nautilus. There are even um, um, giant squid tentacles hanging mm-hmm. uh, under the ceiling, uh, so it looks like uh, like the giant squid is attacking. Uh, the 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 apartment
0: yeah 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 and he Tom Sherman is 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 weird that he's so forgotten almost we know about all the big Imagineers mm-hmm. and you know he didn't work on that many projects he was never a lead of something of something a, a big project but like th- his apartment was based on the Nautilus which <laughs> <laughs> the Nautilus in turn inspired the the steampunk aesthetic which is uh, let's let's quickly explain uh, a uh, retro futuristic vision of victorian england based upon works of, of jules verne and hd wells and in more recent years like uh, early 90s and then a, rev- a revival of it in like mid-2000s that study became really popular Especially with the, the dawn of the internet that spread like wildfire. You can go to a comics convention without seeing three people dressed up with a lot of brass gears and top hats with goggles on them. And seeing how popular the movement is, it's weird that none of them mentioned Tom Sherman, Because uh, the term steampunk was coined in 87, I believe. It became popular in the 90s as a medium f- as for storytelling. Well, it was obviously popular in the 1850s and the 1800s itself because it was a futuristic vision from that time. But in the way of looking back at a future from the image of another time, uh, it only became popular in the 90s. And then the aesthetic itself became popular in the around 2006. So Tom Sherman was ahead of the curve for a full 40 years.
1: Yeah, because he's doing this in 1966. Yeah,
0: and nobody talks about him. They talk about 40,000 Leagues Under the Sea and that 40,000 Leagues Under the Sea was the first use of the aesthetic. And lots of artists now base themselves on this aesthetic. Like we've got a whole uh, part of Disneyland themed around that aesthetic.
1: And and uh, a huge part of Tokyo Disney Sea and yeah, yeah,
0: indeed. There's a there's a uh, part of the uh Parisian subway that's steampunk designed by, by a Belgian dude, I don't know his name. But Victor Horta. No? Or no, 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 it's it's a redesign that was done oh, in okay, the nineties okay. when you were um, Art
1: Nouveau, okay.
0: No no not Art Nouveau. Okay. I don't know the name of the exact station, but one of the stations was redesigned to be steampunk. I don't know if it was Paris wanted a steampunk station or they just asked uh, an artist to redo it but a Belgian artist redid one of the stations to be steampunky yeah but so I'm
1: looking it up really quickly which one it is it's on it the wiki is. page of
0: steampunk if you wanna wanna find it yeah I
1: have the it. picture it, it's Art et Métier, is Métier a metro station Art
0: et Métier whoever you
1: Paris met uh Paris Steampunk Metro Station but I'm not right Belgium comic artist François Schuiten turned the tunnels into a steampunk style submarine yep. taking inspiration Sub- from ah. Jules Verne's Nautilus
0: indeed, indeed so he wasn't the first because he was of course copying an aesthetic from a movie but he was the first guy to be go really really far in the uh, aesthetic hmm Because if yeah, you if you Google steampunk, or if you Google it on YouTube, I want to say, but that's not a that's <laughs> not a valid sentence. If you search on YouTube, one of the first few videos are people um, who have redecorated their houses to be fully steampunk. Now <laughs> Tom was <laughs> doing that f- sixty years ago. Yes. So why yeah, why aren't people talking about Tom? God damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he based uh his aesthetic on 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 the designs of Harper Goff uh, which designed the very first yeah. uh, Nautilus for for the, for the movie and when he uh, moved to Los Angeles he befriended somebody coincidentally um, that was Tony Harper Baxter Goff w- ah, Harper Goff yeah so they made We're they became very good friends with each other of course. um and and Tom Sherman really knows about well, new, uh, really, every detail and every design secret there was about the Nautilus um, from the man himself, and 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 yeah, which really probably f- fueled his uh, his obsession even more.
0: Yeah, and even Harper Goff is someone who isn't really no, talk. Uh, I can't say I did a really deep dive, but I I kind of. Try to look for places where steampunk people hang around on the internet some Mm -hmm. popular articles that went more in-depth than just shallow stuff and they don't mention Harper Goff. they mention, if they're lucky they mention The Noth of 20,000 Leaks Under the Sea but none none name the man who who launched this aesthetic
1: yeah, he's very um popular within the Disney community, it's very important within the Disney community, but just like with, with a lot of the, the influential Disney designers, because Disney, Disneyland had, had a major influence on, on architecture in, uh, after Disneyland opened, um, but a lot of those people are just forgotten outside of the yeah. Disney community, They they, yeah. they don't really mean anything to architecture, while they had a big impact on the way we think about uh, about uh transport and stuff.
0: Yes indeed. And that's why we're here to yell to yell <laughs> at people. Their names, well at people, at like one, one. dude in <laughs> Paris, uh <laughs> one of our friends and one guy in Dresden, apparently. Ah we
1: have a we have a we have a listener in Dresden who Hello Dresden. Guten <laughs>
0: Good- Tag. Guten Abend.
1: Yeah, that's about all your German.
0: <laughs> uh einen Einzelzimmer, bitte. Beautiful. Schmetterling. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm <laughs> practically German. I'm Jean-Marie <laughs> Faff ain't got nothing against me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke for like absolutely no one.
1: Well, some Germans probably. Yeah, uh, prob- And some Belgians. Some Belgians.
0: Belgians, yeah. A few Mexicans.
1: Uh...
0: He was popular in Mexico ah, when, we th- when we went to the World Cup, the Football yeah, World Cup. Yeah, yeah. In for 68. people in America and other civilized countries <laughs> who don't know, he was the keeper for Bayern München. He was Flemish. He, he couldn't really speak German. <laughs> <laughs> His German was, uh, <coughs> well, something. It was something, but not German. Well,
1: it, it, it was a language. It's not, we were it not sure
0: which language, but it was a language. <laughs> it was the missing link between Flemish <laughs> and German. Ah, uh,
1: they use him to study yeah. <laughs> linguistics in Europe.
0: Professors have studied uh, over him years and years, but they can't figure out how how it ended up with him. Why is he the missing link? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a mystery. Anyway. <laughs> The apartment. Uh,
1: for anybody who is not tempted yet to go look at um here's another little fact. Douglas Trumbull, the director, uh, thought this uh, apartment looked so beautiful that he used it um, to film a uh, a dream sequence in one of his uh, for one of his pilots in the apartment.
0: Do you know which pilot?
1: No. <laughs> I ah. think it wasn't a, a uh I don't think this series was made. Series was yeah, made. Yeah probably otherwise sure. they
0: would have just mentioned the show.
1: No but of just
0: uh, a pilot.
1: And then maybe one little detail about the apartment is Tom Sherman didn't own this apartment. Tom Sherman rented this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts
0: me on a very, very deep <laughs> level. Uh,
1: the landlady knew nothing, nothing about all these How? creative endeavours.
0: How can you change your apartment <laughs> into a submarine without your landlady knowing?
1: He knew um, where she worked and when she worked. Uh, <laughs> he knew which bus she, t- she took. So when <laughs> she would come home, so every night at 7:30 p.m. I think it was, he's um, he, s- he he quitted working on the apartment so she wouldn't get uh, suspicious
0: at all. That's some dedication. <laughs> <laughs> Planning out the, your landlady's route just <laughs> to make sure she wouldn't end your dream. Um, one
1: of the uh, th- there was furniture in the apartment that didn't belong to him, uh, like a sofa which belonged to the to the to the landlady, and he asked her if we he could get rid of it because it was like a big, huge sofa. But she said no and uh, he was okay with that. So he built a platform over the sofa he couldn't dispose of and completely paneled it over, painted it and put a smaller like sea chests, sitting area on top of the sofa (laughs) in his rented apartment. Uh, uh, Also about about this... uh, landlady one day uh, he went on a vacation he went to see his parents uh, because uh, he wasn't from california so he went to visit his parents and a fuse blew in his apartment and the landlady had to open the apartment to let the electrician in and it was quite a surprise that they <laughs> were all of a sudden in a submarine uh <laughs> um,
0: you know, the electrician read the plumber <laughs>
1: Uh, but in the end, she she didn't really care uh, because the pro- property was uh, by the time she discovered it was very old uh, and and was about to. I don't. It was weirdly. Wor- uh, it was like the the, um, the city was gonna like annex it or what's it called? Like take the building. Annex
0: it like fight a war over it and and take it. Yes, as a, as a war basically. Trophy. G- ah, okay, give some yes. money
1: to the owners, take the building, bulldoze it, build another building. So the the landlady and the owner uh, didn't really care. Um, Luckily, it's a submarine.
0: He can just move it to another. <laughs> you can just part of the water.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, as long uh, as long as he didn't make any noise after 10 p.m., they were happy. So he. Uh, it was okay. He was living in, su- in a submarine. I don't know how they didn't notice that the windows were boarded off.
0: I was going to say exactly the same thing. That I seems d- uh, obvious.
1: Yeah, or, or maybe like if you close your curtains and then board it off, it just looks like, oh, he, l- he likes to live in the dark or something. I don't know.
0: He's a vampire.
1: <laughs>
0: Probably. Either that um, or he's building a submarine. <laughs> which i think being a vampire is more likely true uh,
1: he kept the the submarine apartment for about 5 years uh uh and and then decided it was enough and and dismantled the whole uh, he stored some things away in boxes in a, in his garage he um trashed some pieces and a uh a uh, certain amount of items were given or were sold to uh the yellow submarine restaurant on santa monica boulevard which was like a beatles yellow submarine uh restaurant that could use some uh submarine parts i guess
0: that's he probably had a, a better apartment better teaming than a place <laughs> <Probably>. that, <laughs> that sells itself on being a submarine <laughs>
1: It doesn't exist anymore, uh, the restaurant in Santa Monica. It's Ah, now, a, uh, I think, a vegan restaurant or something.
0: vegan submarine restaurant.
1: (laughs) We all live in a vegan sub. (laughs) A (laughs) vegan They
0: only eat seaweed and kelp.
1: (laughs) 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 Just like in the movie.
0: No, they... Did they...
1: No, they... Did they get the they
2: turtle
1: or did they free the turtle I don't remember
0: I don't know they ate um, unborn uh, octopi octopuses right.
1: Okay. no octolepsis. vegans on, on the not a lie not a lie not a lie and Multiple I think they models. ate sea
0: cucumbers and sea cucumbers aren't vegetables those things crawl so yeah. Okay. yeah things that move around top tip for people at home if it moves around it probably isn't a vegetable
1: so you can only eat an apple that's still in the tree because if it falls, it moves around it, and then it's when it is
0: When it is in motion, it's an animal. <laughs> that's how okay. it works. Didn't, did Newton write a theory about that? About if an apple I falls, think so. it's an yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
1: people who are really against all this vegan stuff really have to catch their apples mid-fall. Like, oh yeah, it's meat right now. It's really hard work to be if a you carnivore. Can throw, days.
0: If you can throw a bit of broccoli into their (laughs) mouth they aren't vegan anymore
1: (laughs) but then it's a movement so it's meat
0: oh yeah that's what i'm saying if you can throw it into their mouth ah okay okay they aren't vegan anymore so then you can i don't know you can dismantle their whole identity (laughs) and you have to cut off their dreadlocks because they they lost their vegan honor that's Ah, how it works
1: presumptions about vegans nice
0: of course that's what <laughs> happens when you eat vegetables. You, you <laughs> grow dreadlocks.
1: Uh,
0: I don't eat vegetables. My hair is always squeaky clean.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's definitely a fact. That's definitely a All right. A <laughs> <fact>. <laughs> this was the uh, submarine apartment, which is reason enough to give this man a job at, a, at Imagineering. He became an Imagineer. Uh, but another moment in time I want to talk about is... Um, 1984
0: the race the race the race the, the most space historic race not the space <laughs> race
1: uh, that's a few years earlier <laughs> um all right the race the race uh between well it was a staged race it wasn't uh going to burst the bubble already it wasn't a real race uh but it, but it was um Organized by two Imagineers, Tom Sherman, the one we are talking about, and Ward Kimball, who is one of the nine old men, um, who were ha- who were going to have a, a race with uh, their own vehicles. Uh, and the the race took place at Ward Kimball's Grizzly Flats, also known as his backyard, also known as the first full size backyard railroad in the united states of america
0: that's not a backyard if you can (laughs) fit a full-sized railroad in your backyard that's an estate that's not a backyard that's
1: disneyland
0: (laughs) yeah don't go (laughs) backyard rich people
1: (laughs) he uh his backyard or his estate had a roundhouse a water tower a windmill and a depot building uh which is almost getting uh, becoming a little town. And uh, the Depot building is a set piece for So Dear to My Heart, a movie by the Walt Disney Company, that Ward uh Kimball designed himself a few years or earlier. And uh, that was given after the after the production was done by Walt Disney to uh Ward Kimball. And later, uh, the same building, the same blueprints were used to build the uh, depot building in Disneyland's Frontierland for the train station, mm-hmm. and also the uh, train station in Thunder Mesa in, in Disneyland Paris is based on the same oh ah, okay uh, uh, same blueprint yeah. as uh, the one in the Grizzly
0: Flats, which is yeah, a really some cool. Name. when they work on a movie like steal a little prop to go to home this guy just steals the building (laughs) how do you do that you can't just put it in your in your coat pocket how what have you got there ward uh nothing (laughs) that's Um, a building ward no it's my um car
1: ward kimball said it was very difficult to assemble the 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 building uh Although he designed it himself. It was a a real puzzle for him. So he built the walls and the the roof was in one piece. And they were going to put the roof on the walls. And the walls walls just collapsed. So they had to rebuild Ah. the walls. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Little, little accident. Yeah. Tiny accident. They forgot a screw. Ah, the alien mistake. A
1: few years later, uh, when Walt was building Disneyland and could use every penny. He found the screw. What he <laughs> yeah. found, he found the one? Oh, it was ah, in my pocket. Uh, Sorry, uh, well.
2: uh.
1: <laughs> no. He asked back the, the uh, he he asked if he could use the uh, depot building, um, uh, for, for for his park. And Ward had to confess that the present collapsed while uh, while building it, which is fun,
0: yeah. Collection buildings, uh, tons of fun the <laughs> fact that you're studying architecture and are maybe going to be an architecture at one point. And you I'm going to be an architecture. Yes, <laughs> yes, you are going <laughs> to be an architecture. Be yes, <laughs> I stand by my words. Okay. Uh, and you saying that collapsing buildings are fun. Uh, <laughs> you're never building me anything.
1: Ah, oh, damn it. Lost the job already. Yeah, uh, I was no. the only <laughs> chance you had <have laughs> <of the laughs> putting down an actual building. Um. The the, the Grizzly Flats Railroad of Ward Kimball inspired uh, Walt Disney to build his very own miniature backyard railroad, the Carolwood Pacific, yeah. and
0: uh, later inspired
1: the yeah. Disneyland Railroad. If, so if Wal- you want...
0: Uh, listeners, dear listener. Dear listener. <laughs> uh, if you want uh, a bit of... Uh Jolly good fun at home. Just Google Walt Disney Miniature Railroad Dali. <laughs> <laughs> thank or, thank follow me, thank ta- or follow <laughs> us on Twitter. follow us on Twitter. Yes, go to go to our Twitter and follow us. And then scroll through our feed. Back, back, back.
1: To ages. someday, I don't know.
0: And then you can see Dali sitting in Walt Disney's <laughs> uh, miniature train. <laughs> and, and it's one of the best things in the world.
1: It's It's great picture just Dali mm. being happy (laughs) being happy I wouldn't uh, he looked quite Dali happy he wasn't asking for a million dollars to
0: I was going to say exactly the same thing (laughs) (laughs) he he was Dali happy (laughs) which is another state of being we mere mortals cannot comprehend
1: (laughs) so but uh, we we are having a race at the Grizzly Flats the two vehicles are First, a coal-burning steam locomotive called the Emma Nevada, which is named after a uh, uh, famous opera star, uh, Emma, Neva- Emma Nevada, um, who lived in the 1800s. And the other one was the Iron Man, which is a five meters high steel contraption man, uh, very obese Iron Man, um uh, obese iron man <laughs> basically
0: okay. basic yeah
1: um which resembled a steam powered metal man uh which uh in 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 his storyline that uh, Tom Sherman created he was created by captain Nemo to help uh work on vulcania to pull wagons uh with supplies and and with uh, uh parts and and pieces in it for the nautilus, so these two are gonna compete
0: seems, uh, seems like a hassle building a whole separate <laughs> entity to pull your cards instead of just motorizing your cards
1: but the 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 robot can hold like equipment and, and, and hammers and tools and do, sh- do stuff can your car uh, can yes. your car build me a, a yes. wall yes
0: uh. I drove into a uh, wall and he rebuilt it all by himself my car
1: M- mine definitely didn't when I drove into a wall. No, <laughs> but <laughs> your
0: car broke. That's what <laughs> happened to <laughs> your car.
1: Uh, only a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, sure. You only a little o- bit. A lot. You just <laughs> bent out the whole axle. No, no worries.
1: It was only the second time I drove. It's not my responsibility. <laughs> it's not your. <laughs> no,
0: no, it's not. No, no.
1: Uh, but uh but the uh, the Iron Man or the Steam the Man, Man as as he is also called is uh well is based on the Steam Man of Yes,
0: the Steam Man of the Prairies. Yes. A uh old Penny Dreadful. I don't know if Penny Dreadful is the uh right word because that's a specific word for British ones, because this was the American ones, one of the first uh, American sci-fi penny novels. Those were like tiny uh, magazine booklets you could buy, which had story or f- part of a story in them, like uh, how Charles Dickens did all of his uh, works back in the day. And this Steam Man of the Prairies was one of the was the first one in a series about a boy genius who built who built weird shit, and he built a man and he pulled a cart around. He didn't hold tools; it was just this thing. He just pulled around his cart, which seems weird. <laughs> you know, if you build a robot, let it do other things. Like, no, no, no. I will write a novel about a robot who only pulls cards, nothing else. Yeah, but
1: that's. No high car. fantasy
0: fighting, no shooting, no high action, no. He pulls. But, a
1: but it's just why a car is also just a steel horse. Why not m- let yeah, it be?
0: Yeah, sure, but that's a thing we, you built it just to to go forward. But this thing has legs, it has a head. Yeah, it it has looks has way arms. cooler.
1: I think Elon Musk is had <laughs> Elon step Musk up his game. <laughs> Elon Musk. Musk us, uh, Elon Musk. Man, if you're listening to, to this, pull step up your game. I want legs, I want arms. Now.
0: Now, yesterday. <laughs>
1: No uh the, the Iron Man was like a giant big fat steel uh man with a with a top hat uh just like Abraham Lincoln but uh with a t- with Who a, was also smokestack a robot. coming out. What?
0: He was also a robot, Abraham Lincoln.
1: Yes, true.
0: <laughs> yeah I, that's a that's a true fact. You go look it up.
1: <laughs> okay. He was also <laughs> a vampire <laughs> <Okay>. hunter. <laughs>
0: yes he was ah. a very busy man president robot <laughs> <and> vampire hunter <laughs> three full-time careers no wonder he died so early
1: it's a pity he wouldn't <laughs> be back
0: um uh yeah he's so
1: he's uh it's um his, his top hat was a chimney with smoke coming out of it uh which was uh um because of the uh dry ice in in the car that he pulled that uh it was possible to to let uh, smoke come out of his uh chimney hat he had uh, coach lamps as eyes so uh, so our good friend uh, captain nemo could see what he was doing at night um his mouth and nose which i think is very fun were steam whistles so he could talk in steam whistle language
0: steam whistle language
2: <laughs> Ste- steam
1: whistle
0: <laughs> language steam whistle language i'm gonna just grab that audio bite out of this episode <laughs> and make it my ringtone <laughs> wait, wait, wait 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 talk
1: talk for like 20 seconds
0: wait, i'm gonna talk for like uh lars is is i don't know he just disappeared into the background i don't know what okay I'm back, I'm back i'm back i'm <laughs> back okay he's back
1: we were talking <laughs> about sorry <we're> <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm having that too much fun th- we were talking about steam whistle uh language yeah Steam whistle language.
0: W- I I too can play that game. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, but wait, that's wait, not wait, steam wait. whistle.
1: I oh, I know. Oh no.
0: I've got a mount monogat. Mountain mount organ. So now we can, can talk piano to piano uh,
1: to Tom Sherman's
0: contraption. You can't talk to Tom Sherman. Tom Sherman only understood uh, mount organs. It was very problematic working with him.
1: It's very weird how we. Both got harmonicas so close to us.
0: <laughs> like within two yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's not like I play this thing often. I play uh, Piano I Man, man like once a month.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the the once a month appointment with yourself.
0: Ah, <laughs> Piano Man time. <laughs> Piano Man. Uh, it, it is that time of, uh, of, of the month again. <laughs> 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 that sounded uh, strange. <laughs> <laughs> women women do that Uh, i play piano man that's it's it's part of the male physiology as we all know
1: okay but the steam man the steam man man. top hat coach lamps yes steam whistles and uh his belly like a big round belly with the number five on it was made to look like a uh, boiler so this uh this race they um pulled up um the uh the the uh coal burning uh, locomotive uh the Emma Nevada of uh of uh Ward Kimball and next to it was standing the Steamman, or or uh, or uh, the Iron Man um which are incredible pictures. All You can also find them on the same blogspot. Uh, I'm going to yes. plug it again. It is uh, TomSherman.blogspot.com. Really great pictures where you see this great locomotive on his track standing ni- n- um, next to this big uh, steel Iron Man uh, with Tom Sherman in full engineering outfit next to it. And like for... For a whole time, Tom Sherman and his and his friend, his apprentice, were um, fake oiling the machine. So it, they were preparing the machine, but it it doesn't really work. Uh, they were preparing him for the race, so they were like like playing a theater for people who were watching, uh, for the people standing around, like just oiling every bit of the of the machine, getting it ready for uh, for the race. Which I love that you just... Yeah. Like you're doing it for nobody. There and are like he even has like few, few tiny American him. flags in his <laughs> hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh.
0: That's because uh, he is the president of the United States. Abraham Lincoln. Uh. <laughs> like He's inside you, of my it. My too. story adds up. Only truths here on the Sequoia cast. <laughs>
1: It's a it's a very nice machine. The backside has all these uh this little how do you call them this
0: meters. Things. It's a meter, yeah. It's a meter Meters, yes.
1: Things. And and like these pipes and valves and it's really beautiful to look at. Um and it was Or, or Tom Sherman intended it to be um, a prop in a uh, series he wanted to write, or a movie he wanted to write, or both. Uh, He wanted to, to, so he made a pilot for a series about Jules Verne and uh, Nautilus 2, which uh, he also made a model for. Uh, Do we have anything more about Iron Man? I don't think so. Grizzly Flats today, uh, I wanted to mention something about this. So they too, so Ward Kimball, of course, also died in the meantime. Um, I think it was 2004 when he passed away. Uh, his two locomotives are now on display in the Southern, Southern California Railway Museum. So if you are living in California or, or if you are visiting California sometime in the future, you can uh, go see those two locomotives of Ward Kimball that inspired Walt Disney for for his own railroad and for Disneyland and uh the train depot and the water tower that were um uh in in Grizzly Flats are now located in Justy Creek Railway you can't go visit those because th- uh that's the private railway of John Lasseter which is the chief crea- uh, which was the chief creative officer of uh Pixar
0: yes and, and now
1: another company
0: and what wasn't he also at the uh, position at Disney itself for a while? He uh he also
1: l- um was the creative officer of the Walt Disney Animation Studio as a whole. Yes. When is. they when yeah. they took over Pixar. And uh he was a Jungle Cruise skipper.
0: Ah, I did not know that. He does yeah. he has the looks of a Jungle Cruise skipper. You know, I when jungle cruise creepers are off work, <laughs> I, I always imagine them in uh, Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> what else would they wear? And yeah, well, I think it's it very out. close
1: to reality. Uh those were the two main uh, uh moments in time I wanted to talk about uh about Tom Sherman before we got to the Nautilus. There is not a the lot Nautilus. online to find about her. Most is there uh on on, on this blogspot and on Disney and more. Um uh, because of people who knew him, had pictures about him, interacted with him, um, but those, yeah, very two very very cool uh, moments in time: the apartment and the the
0: race. Yeah, yeah, two two str- strange moments. I will call them strange. I don't know good word to call this. Um, they don't really have anything. Yeah, they don't by themselves have anything to do with imagineering or team design. Well they have to a lot to do with team yeah. design. But <laughs> nothing straight with Disney. But they did cascade into a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's um yeah it's it's just
1: how could somebody like that not become an imagineer? When you live in a submarine?
0: Yeah. Well you could come uh, a submarine captain <laughs> Because there are a lot of those. Well, uh, yes, because the Cold War was a thing, so (laughs) I imagine those submarines do have a captain. I
1: thought it was uh, an Abraham Lincoln robot who did that, but sure. Ah,
0: that could also be the case. Didn't he already die by that point? But it's a robot. When he was uh, shot by uh, Lee Harvey Oswald in his his cabrio in uh, (laughs) in Dallas (laughs)
1: Uh, no, uh, Abraham Lincoln it. retired as a robot uh, submarine driver and is now working at uh, at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. He's performing a show or something. I don't know, like uh, Hall of Hall of
0: of uh, uh, something. Yeah, he drives hall around. The, uh, he had, yes, he drives around like the amphibian car in Disney Springs. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. That's him. Yeah,
1: right. Hall, hall of amphibian cars. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the Nautilus. Afibian cars, huh? <laughs> <laughs> The amphibian car in Disney Springs is really cool.
0: It's really cool.
1: I think we Very mentioned it already. Yeah, or was it I in our know. lost Walt Disney World it episode? It was in the lost Walt Disney World,
0: yeah. <laughs> Strangely um, connected to, to where we live. Yeah. Because, yeah, there was a th- the exact... Well, not the exact same, but the same make of car there was a, a black and white Flemish television show uh, recorded in our local area of mm-hmm. a dude and he had an amphicar for some reason. He lived in a windmill. I I do not get that show. <laughs> no, I watched a few episodes and I don't know, he's supposed to be some like big shot man. But why does he live here in the middle of nowhere in Belgium in a windmill? What is mm-hmm. he doing here? Why does he have Being an amphicard for the one river we have? This whoa, one whoa, filthy, whoa. filthy river. You don't, from, like y- you, don't, you don't need an empty car to float in there with a car. What? You don't. You don't need an amphicar car to float with your car in the Dender. It's so filthy. Everything floats on it.
1: <laughs> but back then it didn't. So back then it ah, was probably. still water. Now it's uh, now it's pudding now it's in the river.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, but the Nautilus... <laughs> <laughs> we went from Tom Sherman Nautilus to Capitaine Zeppos. <laughs> that's that's I don't know how we got there, Well, I do know how we got there, but mind boggling. Um,
1: the Nautilus in Disneyland Paris, our walkthrough ac- uh, attraction, wasn't the first uh walkthrough attraction because uh, in early August 1955, uh, a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea Walkthrough opened in Tomorrowland in Disneyland, Anaheim. Uh, Tomorrowland was back then uh, while const- uh, during construction, very underdeveloped at the time because there wasn't a uh, prior to Disneyland there wasn't a lot I- lot of yeah. IP they could
0: base things on. They didn't have uh, enough Nazi scientists to come work with them back then yet. <laughs> they were still only had one, so over. they had
1: to really really yeah, push.
0: They had to go to Argentina to uh, <laughs> to recruit the fans of You're the local shoemaker. Why are you German? Why why are you a doctor who's a shoemaker? No, no, come work for us, Disney. <laughs> Build us a rocket or something. I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: so a lot of um, a lot of uh, the the attractions at Tomorrowland were exhibits of uh of sponsors and they filled up some space with uh, the sets of the 20,000 leaks under the sea so the real sets uh, used on the movie made by Harper Goff were uh, like in a little exhibition in the park Uh, very cool exhibition I think Uh, I would love for them to have similar exhibitions in like our studio park like just every two three years see okay what do we got here Uh, we made uh, the Mandalorian well the Mandalorian well it has some sets but they now can they put a screen <laughs> <down>. <laughs> the screen down the universal
0: like, way of working <laughs> just but now a for the uh yeah. the
1: Obi-Wan Kenobi series they're they're building like bigger sets again so like every 2 3 years they sh- just ship a um set to our studios and just let people take pictures with it
0: yeah yeah that would be a great I,
1: idea. I, I would queue up to to walk around in those Those bigger sets just reserve a plot of land.
0: Let's be honest. um, Like the the waiting area for Art of Animation was something like that. And I have thought that was one of the the better parts of the attraction. Better part. A good part, let's say.
1: Wait, what are we... What?
0: He's looking at me puzzled.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not following. Yeah,
0: yeah. Art of Animation. Yeah, you are aware of of the attraction. Yeah, very much. There's the outside waiting area. Then you get taken in, and you have to yeah. wait a while to go inside of a the theater. Uh huh. And that's a, a small museum thing. It had like the um, okay, yeah, but playing that's playing not camera. Those
1: are not sets, right? Uh,
0: no, no, but it's okay. a museum thing. Ah, yeah, yeah, And yeah, it okay, was okay, fun. Okay. That's what I was trying to say. Museums okay, okay. are fun. <laughs> museums are fun okay Museum, <laughs> go photo museums kids <laughs> learn
1: <laughs> no I, I would love for them to just I don't know what are the uh, Marvel doesn't have well Marvel has some sets just find a movie that was popular take those sets ship them to Paris Marvel do it, is just
0: a bunch of green screens in the room. <laughs> <laughs> on this green screen they fought Thanos Ah, here is Thanos. It's stick with a tennis ball on top.
1: Um, But like the the exhibition in Disneyland Anaheim, you had one central space uh, which you couldn't enter, which had the exterior uh, uh, set piece of the Nautilus. uh, And then around it in in rooms around it you had all the sets from uh the movie so not in a not in a logical way like it would be laid out in real life like it's laid out in in in, in disneyland paris but just like a a walk around this big nautilus space through those uh sets another walk so through
0: but they walk around
1: aha the w- <laughs> it's a walk around attraction. Um so when you when you entered you had this porthole and you could see uh the Nautilus in its last resting place, which is a beautiful the beautiful model by Harper Goff, uh which we have in, in, in Disneyland Paris, uh but a new one of course. And then just make your way around it, uh go to the wheelhouse, the salon was part of it. Uh in the salon there was an, another window where you could see the real um uh giant squid prop from the movie which didn't move uh as far as i know in the in the uh no uh, walkthrough
0: uh, yeah no the they had a lot of problems with it uh, on set the movement they couldn't get the movement right it was t- it's a big heavy thing <laughs> they had to move it with cables so they had to shoot it in the storm they didn't want to shoot it they wanted to shoot it at daylight clear the edge so you could actually see the thing but uh it didn't look very convincing
1: yeah and they they made the rain fall in the same direction as the the cables were positioned, so you wouldn't see uh, yeah indeed the yeah. cables, which is a very easy, very clever uh way of, of uh shooting a scene uh, but really real nice exhibition actually uh it fitted into Tomorrowland because they focused a little bit more on on two teams the team of nuclear power uh (laughs) which was still fun for everybody in the 50s yeah Mm. (laughs) and um and the other was like the the high-end special effects uh of the movie which is very futuristic uh having special effects uh especially
0: very futuristic and yeah um 2000 leaks was also kinda of sort of about nuclear power.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think they they don't use the words, but it's quite mm. obvious it, yeah. what they are. Uh, yeah, indeed. It's implied. Uh, so yeah, so that this was the predecessor to, to our Nautilus. Uh, and then we come to Paris. Um Disneyland Paris wasn't always gonna have the not the space mountain we have right now um originally before the uh resort became financially unstable with big debts uh there was another concept uh named the discovery mountain discovery mountain uh was envisioned to be like this giant indoor complex containing multiple attractions, containing restaurants. Um, so it, it it would have Space Mountain, the La Terre la Lune, uh, like the one we got, but probably a little bit different. A Nautilus walkthrough, a drop tower, uh, a lot of years before uh, Tower of Terror was, was conceived. Mm-hmm. Um, based on journey to the... Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, also a, a Jules Verne yeah. book. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, this this attraction was also envisioned for Discovery Bay, which was never built. And the building was so big that the entrance to Star Tours and Captain EO, so the what was called then the, the Cinemagic Theater, uh, where Captain EO was, uh, would also be in this building. So it's quite a... Quite a large, uh, yeah, it would be like a thing. discovery land within discovery land, a, a yeah. enormous indoor, uh, theme park with multiple attractions. And then, an o- an, an another very fun one is a, is a restaurant, uh, themed to the Nautilus,
0: yeah, which I get why they didn't build it back then. That seems, uh, extremely, extremely expensive to build with, yeah, b- technology, then,
1: yeah, and and the. Like it would have uh, a lot of win. I threw away my pen um <laughs> it would have uh, it would have had a lot of windows looking out to the ocean uh and that was envisioned to be real, so real aquariums, real fish swimming ah, around okay yeah
0: <laughs> yeah okay. I was just gonna say yeah, now it's more manageable because this we can do better screens, they don't have to fin- <laughs> uh, fiddle around with projection but uh, okay, that's the way to do it.
1: Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. real sure, fish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now you could just... Uh, uh, there's, like, a space restaurant opening in uh, in Epcot, yeah. which is just uh, giant screens that will look uh, quite beautiful, probably. Uh, but this was uh, real aquariums, real fish swimming around. Uh, in, in this, like, big nautilus, I think also envisioned for, I think we also talked about this last uh, last episode also envisioned for uh, discovery bay and i think yeah. in discovery bay it was meant that a uh, that uh Ned land one of the main characters of uh, twenty thousand Leagues under the sea and um and and, and uh the sea leader c c leader, the sea leader uh-huh. uh uh, uh, would uh like find pieces of nautilus and and build this bigger nautilus where you could uh have dinner in the in the big grand salon so this is what could have been the discovery ah, mountain. Been.
0: but now what is but before mm. we get to that maybe a tiny break
1: uh, that we want <laughs> that
0: we <laughs> will cut now last the time if you listened on l- spotify if you didn't listen
1: to sp- uh, on Spotify if, if you uh, or if you did Spotify decided to not re-upload our episode like we did on all the other yes. uh formats and our Dutch uh break is still in the middle of Spotify of the of the episode on Spotify.
0: Yes, I blame Spotify. Not me forgetting to edit it out. It's first it was but then it wasn't. Yes. <laughs> yes they're trying to uh boycott our our blossoming podcasting careers
1: our quote unquote quality <laughs> Qu- yes okay quality. off to a uh short break see short you break. back uh,
0: in 1 second 1 second uh, i I'm going to make this the beginning <laughs> of the podcast so that people can, can hear that, that beautiful Mount Orchid solo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Hello, I guess everyone. we are back. <laughs> yes, we are back.
1: Uh, see, now I couldn't even mention how shitty the podcast was to you. So I'll always uh, yeah. my whole tradition broken because of you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, le mystère du Nautilus, the yeah. love child of uh, Tom Sherman in Disneyland Paris. It opened on July fourth, nineteen ninety-four, uh, as part of the added capacity program. So when Disneyland Paris opened, they noticed they needed more. Um, they needed more attractions, and they hastily designed and built a few attractions. Uh, like the Aladdin walkthrough in mm. uh, Adventureland, the uh, Le Vieux Moulin, uh, which the 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 mill still stands in Fantasyland, but the attraction itself is is gone. And then uh, Casey Junior, uh, and and the the storybook canal boat and the Nautilus and the Discovery Land Station. But this was part of this program to add a lot of... And Space Mountain. Okay, it was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) More Uh, um, uh, Yeah, so this was part of this added capacity program. Yeah, that that was what I want to say. The attraction as a whole, so all the interior set pieces were built in California in the Tahunga building which is um uh, and and it was later shipped to Paris in in 12 segments and the Tahunga building is Tahunga. a Tahunga is a old uh, Maple production facility which is a big warehouse where they built a lot of the bigger uh, objects for the park uh, I think the test track vehicles were also built in the there so w- the Tahunga building when you need <laughs> bigger props uh they used this Mapo uh facility uh the the, the building to to build it there and Mapo is of course uh short for Mary Poppins um uh which is the company uh, uh well the, the the like the side company of imagineering where the imagineers were who uh worked on the animatronics and it's called Mapo because this facility Uh, was uh, built uh, with the money of Mary Poppins. So yeah, so they they built it like every detail, uh, wooden floors, everything painted, uh, all effects, every last little detail they built in California, uh, divided into 12 segments, shipped it to Europe, and and installed it here in Paris. Uh, All right, let's let's talk about the the ride. A very r- different the ride. to the uh, original in Anaheim. We had uh, where it was just mm. a, a building you walk in. We have this beautiful lagoon with the with the prop of the Nautilus yeah. in it. Strangely uh,
0: colored water. It's always like this weird bluish green color
1: yeah it's like this turquoise uh, turquoise is the English turquoise <laughs> uh yeah colored water if it's clean <laughs> sometimes it's not um nah. we have the space mountain in the background uh um and then uh to the side of this lagoon we have this little uh steampunk lighthouse uh uh Which is the entrance to the attraction mm.
0: a no queue very tucked away,
1: yeah, uh, a lot of people uh walk past it uh which I get, but I would love like a e ticket attraction with this entrance that you just can't see any show building.
0: Like yeah.
1: you have beautiful show buildings, Space Mountain is a beautiful show building. But how cool would it be that this was the entrance to um, to like the uh, uh, like the twenty thousand leagues attraction they used to have in uh, in in Walt Disney World, that you just don't see show building, just like you see don't see show building uh, for the walkthrough, you walk into this little uh. Steampunk lighthouse, and all of a sudden, you you were you're embarking on an mm. adventure.
0: Yeah, that's cool, but an etiquette ticket ride logically needs something something big to pull your attention. I don't
1: I don't care about people who didn't find it.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, very true. But Disney does.
1: Uh huh. Although, do they still like in Pandora? It's very hard to know that's true that's true which attraction yeah, yeah, is which? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and well they have the big mu- it's under the big mountains
0: but it's you, you make yeah. a very valid point
1: but still yeah the the galaxy's edge the uh um the uh millennium falcon is very uh very not subtle <laughs> The, no. The Rise of the Resistance is 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 a little more subtle but it's quite clear that that there is an attraction. Um but what oh yeah so this this little lighthouse uh you have to enter and then you have this spiral staircase leading you down uh or you can take an elevator if you are uh disabled or just lazy you can also take one. Or you can
0: take one if you're lazy. Maybe if you ask
1: it, maybe, I don't know. No, but but the the very nice thing about this entrance is how they completely... um, Yeah, they they hide the show building behind this berm. They're they're like uh, trees uh, covering it up, uh, bushes covering it up. So they really make you believe... You're uh, going into the s- submarine, left to the little lighthouse. Yeah. I, but instead, you're A going way to
0: break p- the magic for people. <laughs> now they know you're not actually in the submarine in the bay.
1: I'm sorry, people. I'm really sorry.
0: It's all ruined now. <laughs> um, but
1: so you, when you go into the lighthouse, you see the Nautilus to your left. But actually, you, uh, the attraction you or the walkthrough you're gonna enter is uh, like. Behind you on the right, or on the right of you, just um, and the, and and this effect works because of the spiral staircase, it's really uh, it's really disorientating. Um, yeah, once you enter the the well, the level where the attraction is, you you think you just entered the uh, the Nautilus,
0: yeah, and the fact that the, the queue, if you could. Call it a queue. It's not like people queue there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also goes like every every which way. Yeah, so
2: yeah. you don't yeah, really know um, which
0: yeah. way you're going. And then suddenly you're in a submarine, and yeah sure, of course, <laughs> that one. There's no other submarine around here. Maybe you're in California and just walked into his apartment. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I'm disoriented, so, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> so to to between the stairs and the. Uh, the entrance to the um to the submarine you have these dark wooden corridors very dimly lit uh you have to uh, make one turnaround uh and then yeah. at the end of the hallway uh wood turns into metal and you you enter the nautilus uh and the first the first part of the nautilus you see is the ballast compartment which is a, a, a vault filled with treasure uh, that Captain Nemo and his crew found uh, at the bottom of the sea. So coins, pearls, gold, silverware. And, and um, uh, Ned Netland's turtle guitar.
0: Yep. It's also it in, is the in, the in, the yeah. in the vault. And I didn't know there was a ballast compartment. That was just was the, the room we stocked this treasure in. Which is logical. You, sh- you
1: should really rewatch the movie and not just say it's boring.
0: <laughs> I did rewatch most of my. I, I know he didn't like Treasure, but I didn't know it was the actual yeah, ballast they compartment they use used it for the ba- I Yeah. This was it the, the Like the, the ready to throw away compartment <laughs> where he just ready stores the shit <laughs> he didn't need. <laughs> like the guitar. Because, yeah, he he doesn't. Use treasure for anything. He just throws it away. But I like mm-hmm. the little detail that he he does keep the treasure, but he uses it just as 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 ballast to, to yeah to because sink the ship.
1: gold and coins is is easier to come by than rocks apparently.
0: Yeah, <laughs> of course you can just pick <laughs> up gold off of uh, the floor everywhere outside. Not like you can <laughs> get rocks off of the ground. Uh, and the same turtle guitar of Netland Land can
1: be found in uh, Trader Sam's Grog Grotto in the rafters above the bar. So, uh, I think another C connection. S- <laughs> uh, Trader Sam's takes place after the Nautilus twenty thousand leagues story. So, yeah, I suppose Netland Land survived. Uh, and he forgets his guitar at uh Crocrotto or he paid some drinks with it.
0: Or Sam f- fully independently made himself a guitar out of a turtle. Also Maybe we possible. don't need to search for such such connections everywhere, Lars. Well Yeah we do. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh and then the next room uh you um you encounter is uh Captain Nemo's bedroom so the chambers of Captain Nemo uh which is just a, a sleeping room with a little empire style bed yeah. a yes, map Lars, of what tell me
0: tell me about the bed i know you want to tell me about <laughs> the bed why
1: is it so small
0: why because if you ...had watched the movie... ...you would have seen... ...Captain Nemo... ...is indeed a midget. <laughs> <laughs> if you... ...if you n- watch... ...very closely... ...you can see... Uh, ...what's his name... ...uh... ...I forgot the man's name... Um ...Richard Fleischer... ...used... forced Perspective... <laughs> ...to make Captain Nemo... ...look... ...like... ...a fully grown adult. <laughs> but she's ah. ...he's fully grown... ...and he's not. An adult. But... but ...if he's he in the
1: story... ...a fully grown adult... Why does he need a tiny bed?
0: but uh, no, no, he's fully grown and he's an adult, but he just yeah. didn't grow as far. He's a midget, so with the fourth perspective, they make it look like he is indeed a <laughs> no a gentleman <laughs> of normal stature but if but he so isn't. if he make if they make him look like a man, no no, it's in the universe they uh, he only lets (laughs) people into his quarters (laughs) he's very conscious about his
2: about
1: it. yeah yeah. okay 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 no but like who sleeps in how how can you sleep in that
2: bed you you have to be in like fetal
1: position you have to be in fetal position to sleep in that bed and why are there books next to the sink
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a good (laughs) question (laughs)
1: Captain Nemo is so particular about knowledge about books about art about all this stuff. Why are there books next to the sink? Maybe get he them. likes to read while brushing Shaving. his teeth, but well, he has a beard so how do how did people shave like in times before electrical razors? Because I get the full shave and I get the not shaving, but I don't get anything. in... Be- Is it with scissors? I hate scissors. I. Ha- it's yeah, too
0: much work. I, I. don't. I don't. I don't get your question. What do you mean? <laughs> do you mean like the um? Like now you can like now you can easily do you mean like trim. A close it? shave. No no. Or. Yeah. Yeah, that switches to razor, man. They were around like the straight razor. They just did it on themselves.
1: But like in the eighteen hundreds. Without electricity.
0: Yeah. I it's I just I with scissors. You don't need yeah.
1: water. You don't need a sink for that.
0: Aha. <laughs> I I, t- I cut my mustache with uh, with scissors. I don't... I use a sink for it. Just handy to catch your... It's easier your to hairs. do it on deck.
1: Just in the sea. It's a giant... Giant sink.
0: It's a giant... Yeah, but what do you use as a mirror? The sea itself? Ha. Ah. That's not very okay. handy. That's
1: true. Is there a mirror... I don't know. I don't know. Probably. I don't know if there is a mirror in the... But Maybe the he cuts why are there books? There shouldn't be books. Uh, Walt Disney Imagineering Paris. If you are listening, please remove the books. Thank you.
0: Maybe he has a special uh, crew member who's a barber. The boat mm-hmm. barber. Yeah. And he cuts his beard.
1: Yeah, but still, why are there books next to the sink?
0: <laughs> Maybe it's not a sink. Maybe... It's a But there is water.
1: It's a... it's a. Yeah.
0: There is maybe it's a uh drink dispenser.
1: But then it's still fluids. Maybe it's uh it's fruit punch.
0: Maybe it's a bowl
1: of fruit. Yeah, maybe it's maybe a Maybe he's of fruit a millionaire punch. in his mansion. <laughs> 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 well he is probably. Um ah <laughs> random David Dobrik references. Um why yeah, are there? Your books? Fault.
0: Yeah, no, why are you referencing weird vloggers? Please don't. we a show of quality.
1: <laughs> ah, that's true. That's true. I'm sorry. Um. So, no, but... Magnificent room, very beautiful. Love the, the map that's over there. It's the same map that uh, that's in the movie, and it's the same map that Tom Sherman painted in his own apartment, uh, which has, like, all these circles around uh, Vulcania and, and the ways to yeah. measure where they are in the world. Very beautiful, and this and this two meters, so he can see where the boat is, even if he's just in his uh, chambers and not in the in the wheelhouse. very nice room I don't get why the boat is so small and then next to it is a is the charts room uh, with this very beautiful stairs leading up where we can't go uh because otherwise it wouldn't be uh wheelchair friendly uh and and stairs are dangerous uh so we can't go up but that that's where the wheelhouse is. I was wondering how you could so there are pictures of cap of um captain nemo captain captain sherman uh because he was awarded captain of the nautilus before the attraction opened, but there are pictures of him at the wheel in the in the like how is it called the the nose of the nautilus like in the eyes of the mm-hmm. Nautilus, yeah. How do you get there? Do you need to go over the water and like open a door somewhere in the prop itself? Or is there an underground tunnel leading in?
0: I want to know. That's a good question. Yeah, we, we need to. F- if you know, send <laughs> us a letter.
1: To
0: cast at gmail.com. Uh, I thought we were going to say your address eh? <laughs> uh, no, don't say your address on the internet Lars do do it <laughs>
1: uh, you can reach us at thesequoyakast.gmail.com or on twitter at gangsequoyah or just the yeah. gang. please mail us if you want to
2: yeah,
0: hate you on us know. yeah and if you know how to get there
1: yeah I really want to know or you actually. want
0: to get us there you know what? if they want to like get us there physically
1: Ah, I yeah, really welcome. want a picture in that room but well, like the pictures um, uh, the pictures of Tom Sherman standing at the wheel you can see that the lagoon is filled with water so it's not like an easy uh, I'll just walk over let's take this picture the water is or already yeah. in the lagoon so if you have to cross the water they had to like have a little ponton bridge he used bridge one or of something. his
0: homemade diving suits and he just dove ah. over there
1: <laughs> okay or he can fly because he's also a robot and his best friend is abraham lincoln
0: oh yeah just uh you don't have to send us a uh, letter anymore <laughs> we've, we uh, we've we've got it we've got it figured out
1: uh the, the the room next to uh captain nemo's bedroom is the chart room uh, like i said before um which is decked out with maps and navigation instruments uh and a map of vulcania uh which in 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 the story of 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 the of the attraction it's made by captain naut uh captain nemo captain nautilus yeah captain
2: captain nautilus yeah yeah that <laughs> guy. yeah yeah yeah
1: captain nemo in uh 1857 and in real life the map was made by artist hen wu li uh which i probably mispronounced but I'm sorry. There isn't
0: really a lot to p- mispronounce. It's just three sounds. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's his name. Okay.
1: Han Woody. if you're listening. Um, and on the right-hand side, which, which uh, it's a detail I very much like, is uh, uh, right-hand. If you're looking at the Vulcania map, uh, so you see Vulcania and where it's in on the world, and the little message of the of Captain Nemo. When you look to your right, you see the lever which is used to electrify the outside of the Nautilus so you can scare away the the, um, the kraken, the kraken, the giant squid. Something I didn't get uh, in the movie is they electrify the kraken, but there are like people standing on the metal,
0: and they're in the sea. They're dead now. They're dead now. Yeah, uh, that's that's the explanation.
1: Electricity plus Captain water Nemo plus human is uh, <laughs> not...
0: Captain Nemo um, does everything he you does know, necessary. He <laughs> is necessary.
1: It's... no well a cruel, cruel. cruel,
0: man. He is... Do you remember the end and of also the
1: movie? <sighs> Barely. He he was shot by people coming into volcania And he just let the Nautilus sink with all the crew in it. So... Cruel oh, is cruel is the, wi- the is the right word. Um, one of yeah, the and
0: also um, fun fact uh, in the original books, he's uh, Indian. He's uh, yeah he's he mentions he's a, a slave also in the yeah. movie, yeah. and there he he always um, mentions the nation and that nation and those docilely nationists. That's not a word nationists. <laughs> uh, those d- men of the nation. In the books, it was a bit more obvious uh, that he was referring to the UK because the UK were still colonizing India. And he was a slave under UK rule. But, well, for reasons of uh, trying to sell your movie internationally, also in the UK, uh, the UK (laughs) wasn't really the bad guy. They were, though. It was pretty obvious it's the UK. Because who else... Has colonies and enslaved people, uh, Belgium
1: yeah. and every other pretty big chance European it country. UK. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Ah, silence! <laughs> I thought you were going to yes, say something.
0: Uh, no, I was. I, I I thought I was maybe going to say something, but uh, I think that's. You know, a lot of the info I have about Captain Nemo is from uh, *League of Extraordinary Gentlemen*, <laughs> and I, d- I don't know how much is <laughs> more making up stuff and uh, it actually being from the book. Okay. Uh, <laughs> tip of the week. Tip of the week. Ah. Uh, the graphic novel, not the movie *League <laughs> of Extraordinary Gentlemen*. Really, really good graphic novel. Well, the first part. I haven't read the other ones. They continue on, but it's it's. They bring together a bunch of characters from a uh, Victorian uh literature and stories. One of which is Captain Nemo and the Nautilus plays a big role because it's their base of operations. So uh, tip of the week.
1: Of the week in our monthly podcast.
0: Tip of the month, yeah. I was <laughs> Yeah, tip of the month, that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah.
1: had a I had a recommendation. Um but I Ah, I know what it was. Okay. So, in the book uh, maps of disney parks uh oh it's perfect timing for my recommendation by the way in the in the book maps of disney uh, parks um there is a page dedicated to the nautilus and uh you can see the map of vulcania like it's like how it is in in the uh le mystère du nautilus walkthrough uh, is printed in the book
2: voilà. which is yeah <laughs>
0: good timing good timing me and my tips <laughs> Uh, one, of anyway. other, uh, or,
1: uh, one of the other or one of the other artifacts in the chart room is an original artifact from
2: 1794.
1: Ooh, antique. Uh, a map of the East Indies, because apparently yeah. Captain Nemo yeah. is from the Indies.
0: But East Indies is East Indies. That's not India. I don't know. <laughs> what's what's East? I forgot what's East Indies. Wait, uh, isn't the East Indies like the Caribbean? Uh it's, uh it's
1: also in, in in yeah i don't know east in Indi- no
0: or like no not cuba like southeast asia yeah yeah yeah, southeast asia or is india part of the east indies i don't know I no
1: think no so. no not it's sure. southeast asia just southeast next asia. to it it's it's the right i did not know why uh. i thought it
0: would be cuba because cuba is
2: wikipedia
1: there. says yes i
0: think I don't know.
1: So an artifact of the East Indies uh from 1794. So an original original map uh from uh from that time period which is pretty cool. Then the next room is the diving chamber, diving chamber, which has uh, a very cool uh very cool suit who are made by Tom Sherman himself. So he made his uh he made the suit for his own uh, apartment then later he made the suits for the exhibition uh, in uh, the Seas Pavilion in Epcot. And now again, he made the suits for uh, the diving chamber in his own um, Le Mystère du Nautilus. It's a very small... All coming, all coming together. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how in a man's life, how many diving suits you can make and you're not planning like he was not planning to make <laughs> that many dives. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a diving suit from an apartment." And then, forty years later, he has like multiple attractions and diving suits and
0: pretty cool. Not not a bad not a bad life uh, <laughs> you had if you can make that many diving suits in your life. You've, <laughs> you've pretty much done it all. Uh the diving chamber is a is a very small room with a hole in
1: the floor where you can see like this water bubbling uh yes, yes. it's a place where where the divers can uh enter the sea uh not the club but the large body yeah. of water to go like uh hunting and gathering food and such um yeah and the suits were made by I got he said that uh and also uh Tom Sherman did uh, a few other things uh like modeled a few other things in the p- in uh, Disneyland Paris uh by himself the models of the Nautilus you you could find uh, back in the day in the Visionarium in the pre-show were made by uh Tom Sherman and also um, which is still on display in uh Walt's uh restaurant on Main Street in the uh, Discovery Land room is there is a model of the Nautilus Made by Tom Sherman. Mm, didn't know that.
0: Really need to go to Waltz one time. Never, never been there. I'm I've the been
1: there uh, once or twice. Uh, yeah, it's been closed for uh, quite some time yeah. now. For uh, I think the official reason is uh, is a renovation, but I don't know if they painting the whole place with real gold i don't know what renovation can take that yeah line.
2: you
0: know disneyland paris and restaurants food <laughs> it wouldn't be disneyland paris if they wouldn't close everything <laughs> where you could eat so everything everyone was was standing in line to get support mexican food
1: <laughs> there was uh, quite some some hate on the food of Disneyland paris also today on uh, reddit I'm very deserved it's uh, it's yes. right
0: about time the Mexican rice tastes like they were cooked it in a shoe. <laughs> 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 yes, it does yeah, I stand by my point. I know <laughs> you guys and think so, but it tasted like the inside of my shoe they <sighs> it's it's
1: really worrisome the the food in the Zeland paris. We we talked about There's this in our last episode so, just so we
0: starve. can... There will be a day where we will just starve in Disneyland Paris.
1: The problem is that... Right now... When we go to Disney... Well, not right now. Uh, a year ago. And there wasn't a... A pandemic thingy. Um, getting to the point in the day you have to get food... Because you're very hungry... It was becoming a struggle. Spending money in Disneyland Paris was becoming a struggle because... Or... There wasn't anything open and the things that were open had like a... F- what was it? 40, 40 50 minutes queue mm-hmm. for uh, for the... So, how can it become a struggle to, s- to give your money to Disney? If Like... We're very yeah, close ridiculous. to the point where it will be more enjoyable to get out of the park, get into the car, drive to Val d'Europe, go into the shopping center, have a pizza and come back. And it will I be a more enjoyable experience.
0: When you said get out <laughs> of the park, <laughs> I knew exactly <laughs> what food you were <laughs> going to describe. <laughs> good pizza though. Good Tip pizza. of the month. <laughs> pizza in Val d'Europe. It's good. No but, but it 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 really
1: uh, uh, I I once just went to um uh Five Guys in Disney Village and okay Five Guys all good whatever but I think Disney much rather want me to spend money on them than to than to Five Guys how they have other parks with great food how difficult can it be
0: extremely difficult by the looks of it <laughs> uh, really you know when you're busy creating like the 7 burger that's just a recall <laughs> of the old burger you don't have time to think about that stuff you know true, true. there are difficult choices to make will it be red or will it be black <laughs> uh, will it be disgusting or even more disgusting looking <laughs> those are hard choices to make
1: Will we put the Black Widow logo on it? Or will we not? Will it make sense? Will it
0: look like the Black Widow logo or (laughs) just like a smudge of ketchup? (laughs) We don't know.
1: Uh, When was the last time you actually enjoyed both the meal and the experience in Disneyland Paris?
0: Um, Last time we two went alone without anyone else in the Lucky Nugget. Yeah. And yeah. well, every time we go to Annette. But
1: It's starting to wear off for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's I want I want something good in the park. I don't want to go to Disney Village. I just yeah. want to be in the theme park and look around me and see. ah I'm in this part of the park. What can I eat here? Or make plans that don't completely get ruined when you find out that restaurant closes at the hour when most people go to have dinner. <laughs> and and
1: the worst thing is for me, like when I went to uh, Walt Disney World the, the first time, I uh, so uh, yeah, we didn't do the episode. Uh, I went uh, a year before I went together with Neil. I went a year prior alone. Um, so I went to Disneyland and Disneyland Paris really fucked up my... Thinking about food in Disneyland. So first day, I go to uh, to the Magic Kingdom. First day at Walt Disney World, and I go to a restaurant, to the Harbor House. I order something. I I eh? and it's very good. And yes, because we this
0: illustrate is f- how good that very <laughs> dish is <laughs> <it's> framed, <laughs> sitting <laughs> on my desk right next to me right now. <laughs> That's how good that dish is. Yeah, but
1: but because I am used to Disneyland Paris. I go to the Harbour Heights, I have a great dinner, quick service, very good, which I'm not used to. I think, whoa, I found a good restaurant. I have to come here again and again. But it doesn't work like that in Disney World. But Disney and Paris fucked me up real so bad that I think, oh, I found good food. I'm going to go there again. But Walt Disney World has an abundance of these places. Mm Like You you find good food and you think you struck gold. That's what (laughs) Disneyland Paris did to me.
0: And to to, um, maybe close off this tangent and continue about Nautilus, let's (laughs) end with these thoughts. Before I went to Disneyland, one of the few things I knew about Disneyland was to bring your own food. (laughs) And I think that says a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, also for a lot of people is... uh, it's maybe just because they say it's expensive.
0: Yes, but I uh, also did it's expensive and it's it's very monotone.
1: Very true. But Monot- to continue monotilus. to food in the Nautilus, the next room is the main salon. And once uh, there was a dinner at this very room in the Nautilus. Um, so uh, once upon a time, all the corporate leaders uh, from companies who sponsor uh, Disneyland Paris, which are in back or back then there were 13 Um, like uh, Coca-Cola is one of them. Uh, Kodak probably back then. Uh, uh, Thinking of others can't, can't really think of anything right now. What? Ah Osram, Osram. <laughs> the light com- but, but not back then.
0: No. Uh, uh, the so the so thirteen
1: thirteen corporate leaders um were invited to Disney and Paris to have dinner in the main salon of um of the Nautilus. And with them was also Tim Delaney, the lead uh show set designer, lead imagineer of Discovery Land. Uh, tim delaney uh they all met under the hyperion which is a very very nice thing to say can we meet yeah. under the hyperion i wish we could say that right now but uh so they met under the hyperion and then uh, a a group of sailors showed up uh who escorted them to the lighthouse and uh through uh the nautilus into the into the, the main salon where there was a grand dinner table so they moved around some of the set pieces, made a little bit more uh well, made it a little bit more spacious, uh and had a dinner for for uh for all these people in, in the, the grand salon. And I want that.
0: Uh, uh <laughs> yes we all want that. Uh just because then we would have a dinner experience in Disneyland Paris. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um
1: there was also an actor playing Captain Nemo who invited them to the grand salon and welcome to the Nautilus and here's your dinner. Uh, I really wonder what food they got though. Calamares. Uh, more calamares with mayonnaise.
0: Yes, the age old dish calamares with mayonnaise.
1: I imagine they just like went over to Hyperion, bake, baked some burgers. <laughs> gave it to the <laughs> corporate <laughs> one. Uh, excuse me, sir. Does it uh, supposed to look black?
0: <laughs> I I I like your are thinking. Exactly <laughs> the same joke uh, as <laughs> I
1: was. Yes, it's sort of a very special deep sea hamburger. It's very dark down in the sea. Oh, they would do. Uh, Disney. This is not an idea for you. Thank you. And also the main salon is this very very beautiful, very elaborate room, uh, almost at the, the yeah, almost at the end of the attraction, uh, with this big, round uh, window, uh, that shows you, the deep sea, and, and, and maybe other things than the deep sea, maybe, Mm -hmm. the giant squid, yes, the
0: giant squid, which is, it's, a strange theme, in, uh, in, 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 In Disneyland, they like to terrify people with things underwater. Because apparently that is a theme. People (laughs) get freaked out by big things underwater. And I must admit, I am one of those. I think that Krakens is really, really, really freaky. (laughs) I I wouldn't say I'm scared of it. Uh But if it gets a bit more freakier, I would be scared of it.
1: So it's and fair to it say the the effect works well because
0: the effect works. He work isn't well.
1: he isn't underwater.
0: No, 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 he isn't. It's just like, yeah. For the longest just time like, I actually yeah. thought it was a a, s- a submerged animatronic. For mm-hmm.
2: like the first few times I uh, went in.
1: So for people who might not know it, um so you have this big window that can uh, close itself and open itself to show the 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 kraken or, or not show it and the window is two layers of glass with water in between and um like there is a, a uh, yeah a machine in 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 the in the in the in the water that can make bubbles so it, it really looks like you're watching into deep sea but you're just mm-hmm. watching to a thin layer of water uh between two pieces of glass and Behind it is just a dry show building. The animatronic of the kraken is just in a, yeah, show building. Uh, yeah, not exactly. Underwater. Yeah, and uh, it works uh, really
0: well. Yeah, the name of that fear is that it has a, a scientific name. It's submechanophobia, <laughs> <laughs> which technically the name means um, fear of man-made underwater objects, but doesn't really work here because it's supposed to not look man-made but mm-hmm. many pictures that are attributed to it are also of uh meant to portray underwater creatures so like the dragon in uh, the old 20,000 leagues ride in Disneyland Anaheim
1: yeah the, the 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 serpent
0: yeah like right, the serpent yeah, yeah. The green that uh, one yeah. is is f- cited as a, a is a very popular uh example of mechanophobia. because apparently people were terrified of it i don't see why he looked like he did acid he looked he did acid (laughs) (laughs) but he's mostly like above the water like Mm -hmm. his head is above so i don't get why people would be freaked out about it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that's my uh, fun fact about phobias ah
1: another episode with c c fun fact
0: yes more sea ah. fun facts we're just turning solely but surely into a <laughs> podcast about about life aquatic <laughs> um
1: yeah so now uh what happens is is uh sometimes the the windows opens itself and it's just water and some bubbling going around but no uh, no kraken anywhere to be seen and then it opens and the kraken is uh, coming at you uh, attacking the nautilus and then being shocked by Captain Nemo uh, by his his little lever he got
0: the uh, kill-all crewmate's (laughs) lever
1: Um. It used to be different, though the the um, the the experience, the the well, this is actually the 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 big big moment of the attraction, the attack of the Nautilus. Uh, n- right now, it's a little short, a little
2: mm-hmm.
1: not as daunting as it used to be. Um, because in 1994, when the attraction opened, the the experience was a uh, a whole lot different uh we can we can go over that experience real quick if we want uh <laughs> sil- just looking at each other
0: yeah he's <laughs> just looking at me in a weird way what are you oh you want me to start reading yeah okay. yes do i do the whole thing or do we each each part
1: yeah it's just uh the yeah the experience yeah. how it used that
0: was a multiple choice question <laughs> Yeah, isn't an answer.
1: Each uh, we we alternate and just read the Right.
0: <laughs> I'll I have a few uh, things to say about this, but I'll, for the experience for you, yeah. the listener, I'll say those afterwards. Okay. Uh, the organ starts playing Bach's Toccata and Fugue in D minor on the organ.
1: Nemo starts making a speech about his ocean kingdom, the Nautilus.
0: The large window of the Grand Salon opens for the guests to witness the beauty of the ocean depths but peace is disturbed by a giant tentacle hitting the glass.
1: And we hear Captain Nemo again, he orders to close the window while he is trying to free the submarine from that giant
0: squid. But without the success, a burst of water spurts from the ceiling onto the audience and the engine breaks down.
1: The window reopens, showing the whole monster up close.
0: But somebody flips the kill your crew lever, and electricity <laughs> zaps the monster, but without success. But the zaps get stronger and stronger, killing more and more crew members, <laughs> and eventually the giant squid releases the submarine.
1: Ha! It's a uh, it's um, a
0: really cool scene. Yeah. Better than what we have now, but don't think anyone will argue with that not that it's bad what we have now but it's it's bare yeah it's just um,
1: like this this 1994 version is really something like I don't know I always wait to see the Kraken right now too but this would really be something to make a point of like let's wait and this thing is gonna start and it's gonna be a great experience Right now it's just oh let's wait uh let's wait a second until the yeah, window no, until opens that, let's
0: let's not wait a second cuz that it's freaky freaky motherfucker will be stuck <laughs> in the window let's not be here when that happens
1: Oh l- <laughs> let's watch Nemo kill some crew That's yeah. uh What well, what did you want to yeah. say
0: about uh You know for the longest time I thought part of being a vampire <laughs> was when you take a book with organ sheet music all the other songs disappear except for toccata and fugue in d minor because every time a vampire <laughs> plays an organ it's toccata and fugue <laughs> apparently this is not j- limited to vampires but you're just people playing an organ because nemo is doing it too Wh- why aren't there a, it's a good song on the organ it's a very iconic song on the organ. Well, sure. Maybe
1: Nemo isn't the vampire, but Tom Sherman, as we stated before. Ah!
0: ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tom Sherman is a vampire. But no, every time in a movie, someone is playing the organ, mm-hmm. it's Toccata and Fugue. And I get it, it's a good song. I love Toccata and Fugue. <laughs> when I'm jamming to organ music, I'm jamming to Toccata and Fugue.
1: <laughs>
0: but you when know, I'm
1: jamming, kneel I'm on jamming. a party, yeah. <laughs> to kata to anfibu- kata.
0: going <laughs> crazy. But you know, there are other pieces for organ. Not as oh. good, sure, okay, but maybe break the mold. And I thought it was of vampires because always when somebody is playing an organ in a movie, there's a big chance they're a vampire. Or David okay. Jones. But David <laughs> Jones does not play tocata and fugue. He has learned this lesson.
1: Mm.
0: He plays <laughs> spooky pirate music <laughs> on his <laughs> organ. That's how it's credited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> spooky, spooky pirate music by uh, Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the it had nothing the to do with pirates. It was just a weird name he came up with. And then it was uh, worked into Pirates of the Caribbean. He was a, a, a real visionary, Bach. <laughs> uh,
1: one thing i really well this whole experience I, I i would rather have but like that one tentacle was apparently like a technological marvel at the time uh it was six six point seven meters which is 22 uh feet foot uh feet foot 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 feet, feet. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this giant tentacle uh made of, of 13 segments that could um, rotate independently. So it was like a dancing tentacle. Uh, yeah, I would li- really love to see that one. But yeah, te- technical issues. Like one one source says it w- it, it is uh, not there anymore because of technical issues, the whole show thing. And other says because of timing. And both seems like not good reasons.
0: No like the timing issue i would get a little bit more because if it's a technological issue why not bring it back now but timing you can just f- f-
1: nobody is on that walk <laughs> let's be honest sure, yeah. it won't it won't cu- i once went oh this is <laughs> i only get angry online <laughs> I do but then <laughs> I almost bec- became angry at the person itself we were walking through the Nautilus and I was saying like this is like the great walkthrough and you walk through the Nautilus and Captain Nemo and bloody 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 blah and until the very end the person didn't believe me this was not the cue for an attraction until we were back outside. Uh, no, no, no. Now we're going to board the attraction. Blah, 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 blah. How? How are people like that, Neil?
0: Is it... Is it... Two drops, yes. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> the same person who uh, thinks Pirates of Car- the Caribbean is the best dark ride. B- because it has... Two it's drops. better than
1: Peter Pan. Because Peter Pan doesn't drop two times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Long silence is 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 yeah. deserved here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's a depressing thought.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy that I get that you like two drops um sure. on the right, but knowing that the person wouldn't go to Disneyland and don't do Pirates of the Caribbean. And on the other hand, never does Peter Pan.
0: Peter Caribbean. Caribbean,
1: yeah, I'm doing it. Pirate Land.
0: Pirate Land, yeah. Yeah. That's Caribbean. going to be a thing every time you say a Pirate of the Caribbean yeah, on, a, on an episode. It's, it's, t- it's, uh, it's, pirate it's land. another word that doesn't exist. <laughs>
1: it's always something different. Pirates also.
0: of Waffle Land.
1: No, so... How can you do... So you you sit through forty five minutes wait, you go on the attraction, you sit through ten minutes that you apparently don't care about because other dark rides are stupid because they don't drop just because those those drops aren't even <laughs> they aren't they don't give really that much adrenaline no. or something.
0: No it no. For it's like not one split second, I get
1: you're it, scared you might kind get of for Splash worse. Mountain. Because Splash Mountain is like. Uh, that's a, a drop drop. Yeah, that's a drop. Pirates, I don't get why you would do that just for the drops.
0: No, it's I weird. It's I agree that Pirates is a better
1: means. ride, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But for. Not for those three. Very
0: different reasons.
1: That's anyway, yeah,
0: n- Nautilus doesn't have two drops, so uh, that's a the problem.
1: There was an article online. Ah, oh, f- <laughs> Just throwing all my frustrations out. There <laughs> was an, ar- there the was an article online. The two drop story. Somebody okay, nice. writing about the Nautilus, about... Uh, like what we just did, like you have the salon, you have the, you have the chart room, you have the ballast room, whatever, explaining what it is, explaining, uh, Tim Delaney maybe was mentioned, I don't know. Uh,
0: And then in the end, Tom wasn't probably. What? Probably Tom, they didn't mention Tom, Uh, because Tom uh, is never mentioned anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: he, he's often just mentioned, but, Not more than that. Like, oh yeah, Yeah. and Tom Sherman worked on it. And then you Google Tom Sherman and you... Your head explodes. (laughs) Um, No, and then in the end of the article... So somebody was writing an article about Nautilus and in the end of the article said, yeah, but uh, I haven't gone on it for a few years. Which is weird you're writing an article about it then. And then said, but... If it's very hot outside, I really, really, really recommend the <sighs> Nautilus because it is air-conditioned and you can cool off there.
0: Yeah, that's... <sighs> I only have uh, naughty words to say about the person. <laughs> but I don't get why I you say it
1: write the, the article screen. then.
0: Because you uh, can have
1: you can have whatever opinion you want, and I get that. And and everybody goes to Disneyland for very different reasons. Somebody, sure, some sure, people sure. go to for immersiveness. Somebody goes. Yeah, some for some people might go for food. Well, not in Paris probably. <laughs> some p- some people go. Some people go to just to take pictures with characters. Some people go for a walk. Uh, so every opinion is valid. But then, why? Right, it's like me writing an article about uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then it's only I- in the last sentence, oh yeah, and it sucks.
0: Yeah, th- I think that we're just writing an article for the sake of writing an article. They want to capitalize on it for s- something. <laughs> I don't know why you would capitalize on the Nautilus, not like it's the hot thing to talk about. Well, now it is uh, because we talked about it. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, for me, it's it's like...
1: Purely looking, you can't look anywhere within the walkthrough that isn't st- um, part of of the story, of the canon, of the teaming. I can look up at the ceiling in Pirates of the Caribbean, and I see ah, that's the same ceiling as in uh, as in a supermarket. It's painted yeah. black, of course. In Small words, it isn't. It's just supermarket ceiling Uh, like most attractions have parts where you look and it you're not supposed to look there normal uh, people that just go to Disneyland once don't look at those places but most attractions have parts that doesn't belong to the teaming Nautilus doesn't I think as far as I know which makes it makes it maybe the best attraction in Disneyland Paris teaming wise or immersion wise
0: yeah, I think it's just uh, people—the—the—the uh, the, the, the big public—just isn't a fan of walkthroughs.
1: No, no, I, yeah. T- t- like a Band Robinson is always quite empty, only on very, very. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, and I think, like, uh, for me, walkthroughs are the purest expression of team design. I I love a good walkthrough, mm-hmm. and I know like uh Mysterio Nautilus is is a flawed attraction. I won't I'll never call it perfect. It lacks a few things like the the cracking thing can be hyped up. It's maybe a yeah, bit short was, you, yeah. you could you, you can do some other things with it mm-hmm. but still it's it's a feat of 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 design pure in it's, it's really yeah.
1: designed by somebody who lifts them. Who lift the Nautilus, literally, yeah. figuratively? Yeah, and there's no,
0: there's no bells and whistles. There's no state of. There's no tech that you can talk about. There is no thrill. It's just you and the environment <laughs> and the teaming.
1: Mhm.
0: It's uh. It's um.
1: I think at what one point we were gonna call this episode submarine or subpar <laughs> which I thought was really Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh but uh, definitely not uh not so subpar. Subpar. Uh, no. Yeah, I really love it. But yeah. then we have the the last Oh wait, the, the in the Salon, you also have uh the organ which is the, the organs. Orgel. organ the organ A- organ. Uh, <laughs> um which is the which is <laughs> I corrected myself, Um, which is a replica from uh, the one uh, in the Haunted Mansion and in Disneyland. And the the organ in Disneyland is the real organ from the movie. Okay, that was a probably well-known fact, but I wanted to throw that in there. And then we have the very last room, which is the engine room. Uh, yeah, it's where uh, Captain Nemo has his little secret—secret uh, secret, uh, nice. nuclear power.
0: Yeah, and, and then you made the uh, the point of saying there is no Esmeralda animatronic in the movie. Yeah. yeah, and that's a good statement. There isn't
1: one, <laughs> and I want one. I was wondering in in the movie. Uh there were like a lot of moments that uh that Ned lent there was a lot of interaction between him and the and the seal um that he asked like to to clap the what's it called the fins <laughs> the fins and to to give him a kiss on the cheek, which are like very cliche things to happen in zoos right now and I wondered yeah. if those were cliches before the movie or they became cliches because of the movie and just now everybody does it because every other zoo does it i was wondering
0: i i think it was probably a thing before i can see that being very easy tricks to learn yeah
1: but yeah but yeah there were so like they they repeated that so much that i think if this was uh, a standard thing to do in a zoo you wouldn't do that as much in your movie I thought while watching. That's why I thought maybe it wasn't... Uh, maybe it became popular after the movie or something. Like if I was yeah, a zoo and the and th- the movie came out, which was a big popular movie, which won Oscars, I would want my seals to know the tricks from the movie so people come to my zoo and they were like, oh, that's like... But I don't know.
0: I, I highly doubt it. I think it's just a standard trick. I hope because it. Because you I know, like animals, animals on a set... Are a bad idea most of the time, so I think that's why they just stick to the uh Maybe well yeah. known tricks
1: I'm gonna look up uh nineteen hundred <laughs> shows <laughs> with seals. Yeah. show me
0: your seal tricks. get get back to us on that uh,
1: next episode <laughs> <laughs> I, I will if there are like seal connoisseurs <laughs> or or circus zoo people with a lot of knowledge of history, please let us know i wanna yeah, let know. us know uh but that's about it for the for the nautilus uh tom sherman did a did an amazing job he did this uh while recovering from cancer uh he he died a few years after the completion of the ride um yeah
0: so yeah but he he lived a fucking life man
1: yeah i think he think i think he lived some of his uh, his wildest dreams
0: yeah that's for sure
1: and we can live some of, of his dreams right now
0: yeah 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 yeah. and if you're listening to this which i highly doubt you <laughs> are well if you hear this you are listening to this so if you're not then you can't hear this so uh, anyway if you are <laughs> and you're one of those like steampunk fellows share this episode with your steampunky friends because you guys need to know about Tom Sherman and Why go to Disneyland.
1: They? I I've seen a few ti- uh, I've seen like posters of Disneyland Paris like the steampunk posters from the Discovery Arcade on uh on on a steampunk site and they were like really amazed by it but said oh but I haven't gone to it but I really want to see it now. I think if you are into steampunk Disneyland Paris and uh, Tokyo Disney Sea are really places you have to visit. Yeah they fucked up space mountain right now um but uh
0: but the there's architecture a book out d- about the old one so m- they know we like it mhm they know it maybe they're taunting us or maybe they're admitting yeah it it will be back soon well, the book is about
1: all o- the book is about all of the all of the space mountain versions
0: Ah, it's also about space. Yeah, probably. the
1: the book is called uh, uh, From the Earth to the Stars. So it's about Mission sure 1, Mission 2, and, well, Mission 1, de la Terre à la Lune, Mission 2, and uh rapey well, uh, 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 Star Wars thingy.
0: Yeah. But it's an option if you buy the book to just rip out the pages about <laughs> Star Wars, cross out to the stars, and from the Earth to Mission 2 or something. I <laughs> think that works it's not like you can write a lot about the star wars one like oh yes we uh mounted the projector and we projected the next wing
1: yeah i i once had a uh, listen listen uh, during the covid i th- i don't i think it was uh i don't know it was an online lecture and the wa uh a person who worked on who worked on hyperspace mountain was on it and they were like yeah, they were like just proud of what they did. And I was
0: so <laughs> confused. I was like, what? I, you know... No no disrespect meant to people... Uh, working in the, in the Disneyland Paris... Imagineering team. They were probably doing their best... Thinking they were doing... Something good people would like. And a lot of people do like it. For like on Reddit... Reasons. I've yeah. seen... People mention Hyperspace Mountain... As their favorite ride in the park, <laughs> and it's it's a good coaster, mm-hmm. but it's it's a coaster, mm-hmm. nothing more, nothing less. And uh, yeah, I for f- I for fact, I know they can do better.
1: They did uh, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's always sour when something better gets replaced by something lesser. And you know, yeah. Op- op- its opinions la goût et couleur on ne discute pas but I think this is bordering on fact <laughs> <laughs> this is you know the production values were bigger they were better this is just shoehorning something and I know yeah you gotta there's costs to take into account and business wanting you to do certain things I highly doubt that some other imagineer came up with this. It's just business saying, "Ah, you're gonna make this Star Wars. Here's a projector, here's a projection. <laughs> Have fun." But like they,
1: they do it. They, they do the Star Wars thing to get to attract people that are a fan of Star Wars. And I get how people that uh, aren't theme park fans and just go for a day, uh, go a day to Disneyland that they are okay with the attraction. Oh, it was nice because it's a coaster and it has loopings and oh, it was nice. But if a Star Wars fan sees like, oh, whoa, uh, Disneyland has a hyperspace mountain now. It's a roller coaster based on Star Wars and I've um, watched the Star Wars movies all my life and I collect Star Wars. I want to go to Disneyland right now. He goes to Disneyland. I can't believe that a Star Wars fan that goes to Disneyland purely because of Star Wars goes on that coaster and thinks yeah. ah that was a good ride
0: yeah I can see two reasons why Disney would want to change Space Mountain to Hyperspace Mountain the first is because the ride isn't popular enough when people are there in the parks and they want to get people on the ride which why it was the lines were huge before uh they it still are now
1: we, i our attendance for that ride is think is is slashed by like twenty
0: half uh, yeah
1: more. at least yeah
0: we 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 rarely do it anymore yeah long. only we if it's five or it and we don't we don't mind, yeah, and we so used to do it every trip multiple times, yeah.
1: And now we... I, I don't remember when the last time was I... I did yeah, same.
0: So it's not to get more people on the ride... Because that already one of the more popular rides. And secondly, like you said... Getting the Star Wars fans into the parks. You've already got something... To get Star Wars fans into the parks. But now they got more. Two rides. Ha! I don't think tagging <laughs> on a fucking coaster... Will add to that you've got a ride that randomizes Star Wars locations where you fly through and there's a big (laughs) C-3PO sitting in front of you (laughs) when you're a Star Wars fan that's probably that's as good as it gets but I think it
1: will get I think it gets people to the park but it won't in the long term they won't return build a good Star Wars coaster get Star Wars fans to the park In the long run, they will return. They will bring friends. They will bring family. They will come back. In 10 years, they will bring their kids. I don't think a Star Wars fan would return for a hyperspace mountain. I wouldn't. I'm a Star Wars fan. I wouldn't recommend it to any of my Star Wars friends. Would I recommend Star Tours? Yes. Do I do that? I
0: have have multiple shelves in my room dedicated (laughs) to Star Wars collectibles. (laughs) I don't go on that ride anymore yes Uh, that's a lot
1: and maybe to go on a little on uh, attracting Star Wars fans we do Star Tours multiple times a uh, a visit we do
0: Star Tours a lot
1: but when they did the Skywalker at Star Tours version um, Rise of uh, Rise of Skywalker we did it once we were like this sucked let's do it one more time to see if we get something different it was the same we were like well this is it for now. What a horrible piece of shit was that. Yeah. The most boring locked sequence ever.
0: Yeah. It just uh combat sequences in Star Tours that are purely a combat sequence don't work. Because you're yeah. just flying around in the vacuum of space around big grey machinery. And I've seen all the big grey machinery and the big grey turrets. <laughs> those those show up regularly i want to see a planet i want to see cool things on a planet Th- but like the, the part on the planet itself on a, i don't know the name uh, star destroyer yeah star B- nee, that star
1: crash yeah
0: yeah that's fine that <laughs> means, it was you know quite okay. boring
1: but like the thing i i got actually high hopes for for uh, this iteration of of the, the addition of the Sky uh, rise of skywalker i don't know why but i did because in the movie they left out the scene where lando uh like speaks to the universe and asks everybody to come and it wasn't in the movie but you know okay thousands of ships arrive all at once so you know yeah. that speech has to be the most fucking lit thing ever. Then the poster release for Star Tours and it was like all these star um all these um empire ships with the with the Star Tours in the middle and I was like all right so Lando is going to do a speech and then the Lando speech was a fucking piece of boring what the hell
0: <laughs> Yeah, but well In hindsight, when we came out of the theater, we said that was a good movie. Uh, I changed my opinion about (laughs) that. Uh, But let's be honest, the scene itself in the movie, was not that good. Well, it's... It's It's a really big missed opportunity. It could have been the moment in Endgame where everyone steps out of the portal you could have put recognizable ships and zoomed in on the cockpits and say hey I'm here you remember me I I would have freaked out if it was a Gungan ship with like (laughs) an old Jar Jar Binks in a chair (laughs) I hate Jar Jar Binks (laughs) but I would have loved if they did something like that amongst a few other ships they show like oh I'm here too Mm -hmm. I'm going to help but they didn't Doctor Strange is
2: there
0: yeah Doctor Strange is there (laughs) (laughs) He you see we know a mad lot mad about s- Star
1: Wars, eh? Doctor Strange yeah, yeah.
0: enters uh, yeah, through the multiverse eh? and all Captain all UK
1: comes out or something. What is? That? <laughs>
0: Ju- you joke, you joke with this. So I, know, I
1: know, I know, I know. <laughs> all right, this was anyway. uh, the thing about the Nautilus. <laughs> and yeah, Star Wars.
0: Star Wars a bit too. La- you know the everything in between part in the intro, it's there for for a reason because <laughs> We know we're going to go off on a tangent, so uh, we'll just drag star you wars
1: layover side. of the of the nautilus that's what I want
0: <laughs> it's uh yeah it's it's the uh the Gung- uh, gun gun the gun uh, ship, ship yeah the Gung- there's always a bigger fish <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the kraken and another fish eats it yeah then. uh kwagonjins uh, there, there's always a bigger fish
1: and instead of Nemo, the face that the organ is uh just Jar Jar brings ah. I'll get Disney on the line. This I want. <laughs> I want this. And we can yes. just leave like the steampunk because the other Star Wars attraction next door is also steampunk. It's also steampunk.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll just oh. if we make enough steampunk Star Wars rides, <laughs> it'll be in team. It will be a Star Wars team. And then
1: they can make a series about steampunk Star
0: Wars. Yes, and they make a steampunk layover for uh, the queue or for Star Tours. Oh yes just no effort just paint everything bronze Citripio bronze yeah you Uh, already see the parts of
1: the of the goose animatronics so
0: yeah voila add
1: some add some little uh, bronze bronze steam yeah
0: bronze and cogs because when you see someone dressed up at a convention as a steampunk character, it's just bronze and cogs and a top hat. So And, and C-3PO is
1: already like this bronze golden thing, so you just open one panel, put in some things. Some, some, some gears things. and some
0: cogs, yeah. We're to something, man.
1: I love this idea. Yes. Oh, and, and, and the little bed can be for R2-D2.
0: <laughs> Perf- yes, <laughs> You've, we've cracked the code. Or we've an Ewok. Or like any of the other midget Star Wars species, Yoda. It's Yoda's bed. Ah, it's Baby Yoda's bed. Ah, yes. With a
1: photo opportunity.
0: Uh, wh- when Grogu uh, finishes studying as a Jedi, he uh, <laughs> opens a submarine service on uh, on Naboo.
1: <laughs> this is a really great idea.
0: Yeah, it, it's all coming together. They they put the bed there as a seat for us. <laughs> Uh, the uh the creative minds of the new new generation <sighs> creative minds or well uh large scale uh, ip uh rapists
1: <laughs> can't we like make other like can snow white have a star wars layover it's just it's just Han solo as snow white and then seven ewoks
2: yeah. And the prince is
0: played no, by, no, by... Chewbacca uh, as Snow White in Seven Ewoks. What? Chewbacca as uh, Snow White.
1: Yeah! Neo c
0: Ah, yes, it's Gold Grey. Oh! Gold Goldenrod. We've, we've, we've got it. It's just Star Wars Park.
1: It would work, though. Yeah.
0: It would work. And just the castle, we don't change anything. Just, I had uh, the castle on Alderaan looked like this. Don't you don't know it's, it's, it's broken now
1: you can like CGI it into the into the f- into the movie <laughs> the it's, the it's, new special thing
0: <laughs> the new special edition plus you just you, ju- you just see Tatooine and,
1: and the sand tunes and then in the background next to Jabba's palace <laughs> it's like <laughs> a <little laughs> castle.
0: castle yeah 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 or we just blow it up and we say it's the castle on Alderaan after it was blown up by the death sign just a bunch of rubble uh
1: or we painted sand colors and it's just... <laughs>
0: Jabba's new palace. Jabba's yeah, it's It's when...
1: Boba Fett moves in.
0: Ah, you're <laughs> <it>. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. And then you can place. have... Oh, yeah, okay. That's, yeah,
0: that's a great idea.
1: And then just uh, frontier land you can just keep. Just p- put some space.
0: Yeah. Instead of a s- uh, revolver uh, laser yeah. gun. Yeah and, and, and
1: some stars
0: uh, like park a speeder somewhere yeah, yeah. just replace like the big uh, steam engine that's just standing beside the road and just make a speeder out of it done
1: it's crazy yeah, this is really good and then Adventureland can be like uh, like the the planet in Rogue One like with the white sandy beaches and the jungle Aha, vibe yes,
0: uh, Scarif
1: yeah you, you you just uh redecorate the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. building as a as a as a crashed uh
0: yeah, and Indiana Jones uh take away his hat
1: Pardon? and not yeah. that not that you can see him anywhere in the right but no
0: but we we imply in the queue that his hat has been taken away. Yeah right uh, Tony if you're listening well he's <laughs> listening of course he's listening he's our best <laughs> friend uh, uh, call us. Well, you are already be calling us when you hear this because you know this is uh, pure, pure gold.
1: <laughs> this is just blasphemy. <laughs> 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 this, is <laughs> this is raping. Raping. If
0: this, if this were the Middle Ages and we were telling us about the church, we would already be burning. <laughs> <sighs> it's it's a great anyway. Day. Yeah. steampunk st- What do you think about the steampunk aesthetic? So we, we did a bit of digging into
1: <laughs> it. I think Discovery Land right now has lost some things. Yeah. Uh, that we had before. Uh, it was much more this dreamers of the past thinking about the future steampunk style. We had the Visionarium, and then in the back when the park opened, you had like Little George Lucas Land. You had uh, Captain EO and Star Tours, and basically all the all the other things were steampunk. I think to to make sure because it's always somebody else who's in, in charge of what they're gonna put next in, in, in Disneyland Paris to make sure that they don't rape Discoveryland again. Just make the whole thing steampunk. And I think they know then oh we can't put in some other random space pusliger thing yeah, yeah. because n- now it was oh it's it's different kind of future Star Wars isn't really the future because y- you know that yeah. within the first Long two seconds of the episode. Um but r- make it full on steampunk so after that people won't rape it again. Uh and I think that's j ju- just make start rip out uh, rip out C3PO and put uh, put uh, the timekeeper there and just have a time travel Star Tours
0: yes I think going um, going the route of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Mm -hmm. not making an IP right based on that but just copying the idea of we are We are taking Victorian images of the future, and we're putting them here. Not only Jules Verne; we do. You can do H.G. Wells. Mm -hmm. We can do uh, a Princess of Mars, uh, the John Carter series of books. You can you can
1: have your own story. You can easily have a, a society of explorers and adventurers. Yeah. Attraction tie-in overarching concept uh, to the
0: entire yeah, land. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like you go like st- straight what like the league does and just make a ride that explores the vision of all these different writers from that era. Mm-hmm. One the second part of the, the, the first volume of League of Historians and Gentlemen puts together every single uh futuristic version of what Mars is like. Like in one bowl, like John Carter is mm-hmm. there. Uh, the fellows from the HG Wells books is there. The the Jules Verne bullet is there. Everyone's <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. To be put just that discovery, just a stew of all these uh, Victorian visions of the future. And those guys are... M- most of them are in public domain, so they don't even have to pay him. And John Carter... If there's a license, they have the license because they made the subpar movie about it. It wasn't really subpar, but no one watched it. So I guess it must be...
1: No one watched Island on Top of the World and we still got that. I think Disney has to learn that you can use movies that didn't do well and make very... Exactly, yeah. Like, okay, they, they use Avatar, but nobody goes to Avatar because the movie did well. Everybody went to the movies because... The cgi was extraordinary at the time so they did yeah. it over there and it works very good but th- yeah
0: yeah uh yeah you know discovery land they have to um, they have to just grow up there and take some risks go into some things people don't know and just um sell their park by the quality of their own rides. I know revolutionary thought just make quality things and people <laughs> will come. But I know Disney. I am saying utter nonsense at the moment for you. but
1: I it. think it's weird that Disney is, uh, is showing that they are not doing anything that's not IP. While when you look at the parks, all the main attractions, all the attractions with big queues are the non-IP attractions. Exactly. It's Big Thunder Mountain, it's Pirater, well, Pirates'... Is to IP now but w- sure um, it's 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 space mountain it's I, I d- yeah people don't know the castle from a movie
0: yeah sort of yeah but if, if, with with some good the castle, luck they know it's the sleeping, sleeping beauty, beauty, castle, beauty castle people point it is hey, it's the castle from Disneyland
1: yeah it's not the sleeping beauty castle it's the Disneyland castle
0: so, it's.
1: I don't know uh, what what even was the last non IP.
0: But <laughs> even like we keep shitting on IP, but it's you can as long you, as yeah, you make you a can. ride where IP isn't the main selling point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can yeah like Adventureland is based on an IP technically it's uh, the documentary thingies. Mm-hmm. Yeah and and.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Tower of Terror is a good example. Uh, yeah, I was
0: going to say the same thing.
1: They they say they built it in Paris because uh, it aired in Paris and a lot of people know it. Let's be honest. I can text all of my friends. Right? Yeah, you know, they uh, a lot of them know it because of me. Um, but uh, I have zero friends besides you. Would mm-hmm. that would know it if I wasn't in their life. Tower of... The, um, Twilight Zone. Uh yeah.
0: When you would say the name Twilight Zone to older people... I'll Might
1: th- ring a bell, but...
0: Yeah, they wouldn't have... I think the... M- like people, my dad's age... Well, my dad would know it because they had the... They did a reboot of it. Not the most modern reboot, but there was mm-hmm. another reboot. Mm-hmm. I think he might have watched that. But I think the only reason he watched that is because he was into sci-fi television shows when yeah. he was that age. Uh, and, and
1: all of the pe- the people that you just want the money of and, and, and want to come back uh, in a weekend with friends, like the, the main group of people uh, from which Disney earns their money... Are like the younger people who just go to Disneyland and it's a great ride, it's a thrill, and they they don't know it's uh, it's tied to an IP. I know the IP because of Disneyland. Originally, I've watched a lot of Twilight Zone because of it. Yeah, but same. Uh, yeah. Are there other yeah. great uh, <laughs> 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 Pirates of Caribbean is a classic and.
0: Yeah, Caribbean. <laughs> ah, damn it.
1: Pirate <laughs> land. I, I hate Lough that word. Land. Both in Dutch and, and, and in and in English. Um okay, but that was the IP talk. Yeah, but they, just they, uh, or just make new IP Walt Disney made new IP for his park. Tomorrowland didn't have IP, he made IP. No.
0: Uh but you know uh Tomorrowland and and Discoveryland everybody says like Tomorrowland is a problem because they have to update it all mm-hmm. the time but i think why why instead of adapting it mm-hmm. to current views of the future just put it back to 50s view of the future because yeah, that's by one now yeah. steampunk, we've got steampunk for the Victorian era, we've got diesel punk for everything that's the interbellum and the first, uh, the second world war era, and now we've got, r- I think the name's atom punk, for the fifties.
1: Yeah, but at this point you you literally have to do every single ride in th- in those lands because indeed yeah Liger sta- you, you, can as out, you can as much uh, you can it's as easy to go back to Atom Punk or to the 50s Tomorrowland as it is to just start anew I think
0: yeah indeed yeah and if we don't watch out uh, it will end like that in Discoveryland and we just keep adding on stuff that isn't
1: filler magic
0: ah <laughs> <laughs> oh. I forgot Please don't remind me of
1: that. <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> and it's not even a good version of the because no, the one no, in Magic no, no. Kingdom no. Uh, good. It dev- definitely doesn't fit in in, in Discovery Land. But it's it's fun to to watch the movie. Uh, but f- in Paris, it's just horrible to watch it. Horrible. <sighs> ah, Discovery Land.
0: Discovery Land.
1: And I think. Autopia is always considered like this ride for kids and it's the first time they can really get behind the wheel, drive themselves. I think you can, with a okay budget, like that's not an extraordinary budget, make it a ride that fits into Discoveryland, would be handy, but that we would go on every every trip. Because now we we never
0: really no. go on it is the right that we think i'd let's go fuck around in a car <laughs> 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 but like well, you some guys you all fuck around in the car when we're driving there but i can't i actually have to drive <laughs> then we can all fuck around in a car and <laughs> r- drive into people you can't do that in on the Parisian ring it's a bad idea you well can, can do it. It's a better. Nothing idea. stopping
1: us. Uh, no, but I think you can add like uh, different big set pieces that we would like to enjoy. Uh, b- yeah. Based on Jules Verne, based on AGLs, based on whatever steampunk you would like. Give a little uh, layover to the to the cars, make them a little bit more steampunk.
0: Yeah. Well, if Disneyland had not had a new ride in a while. But if I had to choose between a Discoveryland revamp, where we put the budget, the budget of a big e-ticket bells and whistles modern attraction mm-hmm. towards changing Discoveryland to be more steampunk mm-hmm. all over the board, instead of getting it right, mm-hmm. I, I think I I'd, I'd choose for them to
1: uh, well you n- you'll revamp you'll need the budget of one and a half really good ride i think because with slider <laughs> is a full ride star tours i think you could do you could just do layovers again, you know, and, and, and I, I
0: if you i can live with star tours being there i really like star tours me too if you do something with, with bus yeah and with with like the, the show building where Magic is now
1: yeah yeah hmm. that
0: fits in it doesn't have to be something big Captain EO wasn't big I wasn't a uh, big fan uh, of Captain EO it
1: wasn't big the budget was big the
0: budget was big <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was only it was just a, a show uh-huh. on a screen uh-huh. glasses 3D and all <laughs> but it yeah it had value mm-hmm. it added value mhm our magic is, is, is it's there to fill a corner of the park
1: yeah in a corner that uh, I really rather like it empty it, it just ruins like Disneyland Paris is one of the few parks uh, out of all the Disney parks that uh, that really by default has all its core values it really isn't Touched upon in a bad way because a lot of parks have like the values are a little like now they're speaking about Zootopia and animal kingdom. Yeah. <coughs> um. Uh. But Disneyland Paris still has all the f- core values, and only discovered Land is like slowly
0: losing it. Yeah, yeah, it's people would like it to be a uh, sci-fi land where they can just drop any old sci-fi.
1: But for me, but like
0: isn't. visions of the future,
1: sure, put Star Wars in there. It, it isn't, but Buzz Lightyear is not at all in any way a vision of the future. It's it's it. The, the yeah. writer wasn't writing a a futurist. It it was a space toy thing. Uh, and I like a. Uh, uh, Box it up, put it in Toy Story Playland, and I'll I'll ride it every time. I j- I yeah indeed. I do ride it almost every time right now too, but uh, it kind of ruins a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Toy yeah, Story Land,
1: that's where it needs to be. Indeed, indeed, or just stage
0: a shooter ride. That's not Buzz. Shooting at all right. Pitch, pitch. all the vehicles are the time machine from HG Wells (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's the part in the movie where they go to the far future for the green people and you shoot at a bunch of Morlocks (laughs) and every scene you jump to another part in time we solve it Disney Tony, call us (laughs) you you have my number (laughs) I I was gonna say why isn't my phone going off but this isn't live so (laughs) of course it isn't (laughs) <laughs> but I I expect it to to, to, to start rigging when it goes online.
1: and throw throw Dreamfinder and Figment in there if you're yeah, if you read it good measure, just yeah. uh steampunk them a little bit just like for uh for uh uh Discovery Bay and
0: uh voila
1: put them in a in a meet and greet Solved. in the ah this is my pitch I think I pitched it to to you already once to uh to rebuild the stage of the Hyperion to be mm-hmm, a yeah. meet and greet of different characters that traveled to Disneyland yeah. Paris with the Hyperion. So you can have uh, a meet and greet with uh, um, Albert the Monkey and, and, and Lord Mystic. And uh, a few hours later, it's, um, it's uh, a Dream Fighter and Figment and... You can all have C members, have have uh, IP characters, and just put put a bunch of, uh, of 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 baggage around them, like a little like
0: yeah, docking exa- place. Yeah. Just do something with Hyperion. Yeah. Talking about Hyperion.
1: <laughs> do something with the food.
0: How's how's your model going? Because you are building a model. Ah. For I am an idea you had. It's not for e- the Hyperion.
1: There is some cardboard next to me though uh yeah it's uh i'm painting um it's uh it's uh it's uh i have an idea for uh for uh, wha- what i could put uh instead of uh making lousy hamburgers in a way too large restaurant uh well if it was good food uh, the restaurant wouldn't be too large but uh i have an idea for an attraction that um Square meter wise would fit at the location, and uh, teaming wise would fit at the location, and I think would be a uh, great addition to uh, to Disneyland Paris and to Discoveryland. And uh, the first model is uh, well, it's it's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> when it's done, I will post it on on Twitter.
0: I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. I only s- uh, have seen a a picture of a beam. <laughs>
1: yeah and a, steering and, of wheel. A man and a steering wheel no i i i'm i'm still contemplating if i want the pre-show model and the show uh, the, you know the the place where the attraction takes place in my id uh if i want both models to be done before i uh post it or i want only the pre-show and i make the other one later uh but uh w- one of the two will be uh yeah it will be posted on Twitter. So if you want to see it sometime in the future, want my attempt at Imagineering because um studying architecture for a reason. Hint, hint, Imagineering. Um, you will uh, you will be able to see that on our Twitter at Gang Sequoia. We post daily artwork, sometimes very rare artwork about uh, mainly Disneyland Paris. Maybe in the future we branch off a little to other parks when <laughs> when the... When the source of... Uh, dries up. Uh, artwork yes, maybe is...
0: maybe there will be more bad memes and bad jokes by me. Awesome. Well, they aren't bad, but they don't get as much likes. Uh, d- Yeah, The like there was one with a decent
1: amount of likes, but then the very good meme, yeah, un- underperformed a
0: little. Yeah, indeed. But well, now we are just... P- we are plugging stuff. I think this might be a good uh, place... Yeah to end the episode uh, at our rants about everything life about life the universe and everything <laughs> so if you want to rent to Twitter. us uh, yeah if you want to rent to us uh, again either about not- yeah.
1: either about Nautilus or about food or Star Wars or Steampunk mm-hmm. you can all send it uh, either on Twitter at Gang Sequoia or just The Sequoia Gang we uh, momentarily uh, our picture is a beaver and if the feed is filled with art, you're at the right address.
0: Or you can yes. just email us at... The Sequoia Cast at gmail.com. That is the Sequoia Cast with a D in front. As it is now shown on your podcasting application. Yes. And if you're on SoundCloud, you can always shoot us a message there. Like uh, the only person who ever sends us messages
2: <laughs> does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, that has been... Our episode, my name has been Neil. Uh, My name is still Lars. And this was our episode. Have a good evening.
1: Bye.